1: Right now there is a live stream on YouTube showing war at one of the largest nuclear power plants, I believe, in the world. Is it in the world, Jack?
2: Uh, certainly one of the largest in Europe, as far as we can tell. They may have larger ones in Asia, but this is the largest one in Europe.
1: You can actually watch in on live video on YouTube. We we we, we pulled it. at first we had this breaking news report and it said they're shelling, you know, or firing on a nuclear power plant. And so I titled this stream, like, reportedly doing this. And then Jack was like, I've got the live stream. And then we started watching the live stream. And you can see fire. You can see what looks like emergency vehicles. You can see military equipment. You can see some kind of uh, firing upon this nuclear power plant. So not, uh, not confidence building, to say the least, but certainly one of the most shocking developments we've seen so far. And we've got a lot of up- other updates, too. Russian uh, warplanes entered be very careful how I describe this, violated Swedish airspace and Japanese airspace. People need to realize that Russia is like 50 miles from Sweden and 50 miles from Japan and 50 miles from the United States. So they certainly are very close to all of these countries. And uh, there's a, there, there seems to be a real possibility of dramatic escalation uh, here. So we'll, we'll, we'll definitely get into all of that. And we also have this is some of the craziest news. Russia today, RT, completely shut down. I mean, this is crazy. There's I don't, how many people work at this company? Dozens, a hundred or more, all lost their jobs. RT just said an interruption in business. Now here's where it gets crazy. Social media has labeled Americans uh, uh, like Twitter has labeled like Russian state media. And Lee Camp, who is an anti-war, I, I think it's fair to say he's left, right? Leftist is it? I guess
3: he's pretty. Seems pretty centrist to me. He's Perhaps. level-headed, but he's definitely anti-war.
1: He's an anti-war, anti-establishment guy. Spotify. Took his podcast off the air. Now, the crazy thing is, I don't think his podcast is affiliated with Russia. It's like a YouTube channel that he made.
4: Was Neil but, Young demanding you take it down?
1: Hmm. I, must have been. But uh, uh, he did work. Uh, he did have a show on Russia Today called Redacted Tonight. So I don't know if he's still doing that. But this is crazy. Like war hysteria. Huh. We are seeing this in real time. They're banning Russians from sporting events, from video games like FIFA's. Like, we're not going to have Russians in our video game. There's did you um, Did you hear they banned Russian cats? Russian cats Russian from Russian the cat show. What? Yeah.
5: There's <laughs> White cats.
1: people have lost their minds. Yeah. Well, there's a report. Out of, well, well, let's, let's, we'll just, real quick, um, we'll just go through. We have a sponsor tonight, but cool. I want to. We'll go through introductions. Sorry to cut you off, but uh, we got Jack Basovich hanging out.
2: Hey, welcome me back. Uh, very good to be back here. It's been been a minute, but I'm about a month since uh since up and on. Good to see Ian. Good to see everybody. Good to be in the compound
4: right on Damn. daniel turner power of the future always great to be with you fine folks and and with jack we've done this before and it's good to see you my friend Always a pleasure thank you
6: i'm seamus Coglin of freedom tunes we upload a new animated cartoon every single thursday which means we put one up today about Biden's state of the union i think you guys will really enjoy it it's so, so good. good yeah thank you very much it's awesome thank nice. you thank you please e- check it out
3: ian crosson over here from iancrosson.net the energy feels lively I'm yes. ready to roll with it. Let's <laughs> go. <No. laughs>
6: Feels like a nuclear fire tonight. I'm oh excited to talk about
7: this a little bit, see what's going on.
1: Don't forget also, go to TimCast.com. We're going to have a members-only podcast, about half an hour long, they usually are, up around 11 or so p.m. So after we end this show, we do the members-only portion of the show where we talk about, you know, um let's just say it's unleashed. There's more swearing and... uh crass language and discussions. So that's available at TimCast.com. But as a member, you're helping keep all of our journalists employed, and we're eternally grateful for all of the support we do get. And also, don't forget to nuke that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. Let's just jump in to this first story. We have the report here from ABC News. Plant spokesman says Russian troops have begun shelling Europe's largest nuclear power station in Ukraine. Plant spokesman says Russian troops have begun shelling it. That's basically the news. That's it. But... We're not stopping there. We actually have this live stream. Um, I can't read Cyrillic, so I don't know who is the person who has the live stream up. It's not us, but someone has been able to get a live stream of the plant. You can see there's some smoke uh, coming out of it. The camera has moved periodically. But let me just do this. Let me jump to this Well, It of-
2: seems it, it seems to be the name of the plant itself. So I think it might be like an Oh, okay. So it's
1: the actual. Right. Oh, so you're, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Was it uh, Yeah.
2: All
1: right. Well, there you go. So we actually have uh some photos that appears to show uh still grabs and video clips showing the actual shelling. You can see this happening right now. I I would be uh, I would love to have had uh someone who knows the finer mechanics of a nuclear power plant to tell us what this could mean, what could happen because apparently they've already hit so, like, have they hit all of the, of the power, uh, of the power station? Well, like, there's like, it, reactors, yeah, I mean, I mean. There,
2: there's mm-hmm. lots, like, at any nuclear facility that you're going to be involved mm-hmm. in, and, you know, someone who's, you know, as I say, as a military officer, I've I've done, you know, some basic battle damage assessment training. So, just like any military facility or large-scale new, um, power plant, you know, there's going to be lots of outlier buildings, administrative buildings, office buildings. Um, there's way more buildings around this thing than the actual, nuclear reactors that have the rods in them that have the ability to to melt down or anything like that now that being said um it's not a good idea to have a firefight at a nuclear plant plant to be firing artillery and throwing grenades and and all the rest of that for various very obvious reasons
1: so this is is this uh what is this we have this this image here zaporitska is that what it is is, am i saying that wrong. Zapor- well, it looks eats. like yeah, it looks like they in the English they're right?
2: saying zap, Zaporizhia, but in in this real like Zapor- there was a, there was a K. So that, Zapor- was th- that was throwing me off.
1: But there's like a, it's it's like Zaporizhia. Zaporizhia. Like but uh, this is just north of Melitopol, um, and that's what just north of Crimea near the Sea of Azov.
2: And so it's so it's on the Dnieper River. So every yeah. every nuclear plant needs a water source, right? right. This is your basic nuclear power. Um, uh, Value proposition. So it's the same reason, by the way, why most, why a lot of uh, U.S. Navy ships, as uh, all U.S. carriers and all U.S. submarines are nuclear powered, because obviously they have, a,
5: yeah, you know, a, a very access
2: to water, plentiful access yeah. to water. Um, I was going to say though, Russia has attempted, and it's you know, kind of on again, off again, to make a nuclear powered cruiser. So, actually, with the capability of essentially being able to fire fire cruise missiles as this massive nuclear powered platform, which even the U.S. doesn't do.
1: So, what's what what are we doing here? What's this? Is this the is is this just a shocking moment? It's a flash in the pan, and maybe nothing bad will happen. Or uh, well, it
2: seems. I mean, it seems this is again this is part of Russia's strategy, right? They are trying to take over all the strategic key points of Ukraine, and they're what they're trying to do really is cut the entire country of Ukraine in half using that Dnieper River as their essential boundary. So either they're coming down on the north towards Kiev, they're coming up from the south through uh, starting obviously in Crimea, which they had already annexed in 2014, coming up north, they already took the city of Kherson. So the next
1: logical move for any military
2: procession in this was that you would, you would continue up the river.
1: Did you see that uh, map from Lukashenko, Belarus, yes. showing the attack into Moldova though? Right. Yeah. What do you think about that?
2: Um, I mean, that could be a lot of things. Now we already know that Russia does have some troops in that separatist region of trans- Transnistria, so it could have been a reference to that. I mean, the the quality of the map was hard to kind of really make yeah. out if there was yeah. any writing on it or anything like that. And um obviously, I you know everybody knows that you know I live with a uh, I have a live-in translator when it comes to this part of the world. My wife uh, right. being Belarusian, mm-hmm. and uh, so we weren't able. So I was asked. I asked her if she could see anything on there. And she said I couldn't really see anything. But even, I remember the night that this all started. Um, we were down in CPAC and we were staying at this place. Had like crappy hotel Wi-Fi, um, nice hotel, but crappy Wi-Fi down in Orlando. And Putin's up giving his speech, and she's like translating it in real time. And then I'm tweeting it out. And then Zelensky's coming up giving his response. And people are all like, you know, how's how's Posobiec getting this stuff so fast? I'm like, I, I have a translator sitting. Next to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> that's always the most difficult things. I've seen a lot of videos of Putin <clears throat> statements, and I don't know that someone's translated it properly. You know, do do you trust a random person on the internet just posting? Quotes. You know what I mean? There was a funny moment of that.
4: Well, I remember welcome, 2000 to, welcome to the Fog of War. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's funny right. moment of that in 2007 with, with Condi Rice when she was meeting with Medvedev. Remember? And she kicked the translator out of the room because she speaks Russian and she said, you're not tra-. like she, she accused the, the Russian translator of purposely- or oh, the, yeah, the American translator of like either not purposely, but she accused the American translator of botching the translation to a point that it was distracting her and so she wonder, asked the translator wow. to leave. How many times that does, does that happen? Like, that's pretty badass, Condi. <laughs> I mean, if that happened, that's an example. How many times do you think this is happening yeah. today, like over and over and over again?
3: Yeah. Already there, we were talking about mistranslations in like Islam and that the word power and force also mean God in, in Arabic. Yeah. And, and like, come on, talk you, about it. Mist- and you
6: listen
4: the, to the uh, MSNBC um, translation of the State Whoa, of the Union?
6: Yeah, it's- I was going to say, they don't even translate Biden properly. Right? <laughs> um,
2: just an update on as what we're seeing. And the, the stream is freezing now. So, I mean, we might be losing, um you know, our ability to see what's going on at this uh power plant. But Ukraine's energy ministry... And again, fog of war, grain of salt, all the normal, you know, couching statements and, uh, corollaries that we have to say. But Ukraine's energy ministry is now claiming that firefighters have been fired at by Russian troops Oof. while trying to put out the fire. I don't, Because I they're don't. going directly into a, an active conflict. It's possible.
1: Situation. Um, it's entirely possible. Yeah. If you're a firefighter and there's conflict, they don't know who you are. They might fire upon you. Mm. But I just, I'm, I'm really not a fan of these comic book villainy claims that that are, that come out from the west and to be honest even from you know russia oh we don't want ukraine to get nukes or whatever or we're trying to denazify putin saying you know we're gonna have an antifa thing or whatever that's ridiculous but but the idea you know that we we're hearing the the absolute comic book villainy of both sides from both sides mm. the propaganda is the russians are evil and they, they got these 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 videos of pow russian uh pow's crying and saying like i didn't know they were going to make me kill women and children or whatever and i'm like dude don't parade around POWs to me because I don't trust them when they say that, right? Mm. You, you've captured them. Their their lives are at risk. The Ukrainian uh, Special Forces Command said, we're not going to take prisoners anymore. And a lot of people were like, well, that's an admission of a war crime. They were like, no more capture. If we do, we're going to slaughter. I think, they, what did they say, slaughter like pigs or something?
2: Yeah, but that actually, I did see some people pushing back on that. And as we were just saying, that may have been kind of a translation thing where – the The connotation may have been more like you we're going to kill you in battle, so you won't you won't be alive for us to take prisoner, right as opposed to we're we're not going to allow you to surrender.
1: no, they they tweeted in English something and then deleted it. Yeah, there was like a tweet. In well, no,
2: that was so. I think that was either Kiev Independent or Kiev Post. That was, right, was okay, that okay. was covering what was right. said, but they may have been going off of the mistranslation. Right, right. But right. again, I mean, so here, here's what I keep saying throughout all of this, right? And the one thing I've instituted um, with all my team is saying I we're on a 24 hour, you know, rule with all this stuff because yeah. how many stories have come out since the beginning of this conflict? Almost, it's I think one week. I think we're at the one week mark today, right? Um, that within 24 hours had been completely debunked, right? This shelling so or this pilot or yeah. Snake, you know, Island. Snake Island, right? It sounds Ooh. like a Hollywood script, right? It sounds like a you're a movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're like, like a movie script and you're, and, and at first you're, oh my gosh, this is, this is, I can't believe it. And then so it turns like, out, no, I can't but it. you actually yeah, can't believe yeah. it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so keep in mind that, you know, you're seeing these situations and it's, it's meant to emotionally affect you and emotionally hook you and the western media by the way has been leaps and bounds beyond anything russia has put out in terms of their information operations here so kind of one little corollary i threw out there was you know the sort of debunks all of russia gate right because it wasn't wasn't the predicate for russia gate the idea that the russians were ever these masters at information warfare they dominated the yep. global information environment yep. and then it turns out that okay well here's russia in an actual shooting war, which they would really need to have their best info ops up. And they're, you know, screaming about genocide and Nazis. And sure, you know, we can talk about the Azov battalion and we can be very truthful about what's going on. But at the same, and, and yes, there is shelling in Donbass. Yeah, 100%. But it's not the exact same thing that they're alleging.
1: They got the, 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 the Instagram hot babes. Of Russia coming out against uh, Vladimir Putin's uh, – against yeah. their own government. He's done.
6: Mm-hmm. And some yeah, of – it's time to done. It.
1: Yeah, and some of these uh, – Call it these, off. I thought, I thought these, in the the in,
6: was going to do it, but
5: this is – These
1: Instagram models are like the daughters of government officials. See, the thing is, this is the power of influence war. The U.S. controls Instagram. These young women make money off Instagram and feel social acceptance from mm. likes when that's threatened to be taken away from them, they immediately come out and say, no, 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 I support the other country. That is scary. Because like our you,
4: corporations do when every time China, does, Yeah, exactly. Absolutely.
1: It's terrifying when TikTok, yeah. controlled by China, is operating here for the exact same reason. And what will happen if China moves into Taiwan? TikTok is going to light up and all of these American TikTokers are going to be like, "What Taiwan is China, mm. and Ta- China has a right," and blah blah blah.
3: Taiwan is the Republic of China. Technically, it is China, and the CCP is an invading force. I don't uh, know
6: you had a TikTok.
3: No, I don't actually. <laughs> I think they, <laughs> we got banned from TikTok. Maybe I do have a TikTok. I don't remember. I don't think I do. But it's the Republic of China. That's the uh, the real government of China. The Republic it, that was basically pushed onto the island by the, the CCP. Restore I restore the Republic.
4: I love the uh, the the thing that uh, the West, that America has exported to the world is the awful hyperbolic language. Like when Sergei Lavrov, the Russian foreign minister, is talking about the denazification of Ukraine and they are Nazis, I'm like, you sound like a 17-year-old kid in like a high school debate team. Like, are we all talking on this awful hyperbolic, I'm going to get rid of the Nazis from Ukraine? It's just, it's awful how someone who's been a statesman for 60 years sounds like, like a TikTok kid right now, it's, like a boomer. It's, yeah, we it's just a, unbelievable. We well, he's got to hold on to that though, because
2: that's now the official line. And yeah, so no, he has to. It's just embarrassing. Because I think we need to remember too that uh, you know any of these statements now that that Lavrov is making, and you're right that he's he's been known as someone who's actually pretty highly respected in the international community, even though you know obviously they disagree with him on a lot. That all of a sudden he's throwing that away to you know throw off these these little like you know potshot like WD, WWE kind of yeah. lines and the reason is though that's all getting played internally yeah. right and so they're going to show that to the russian people and they're going to and it's it's going to play into this new narrative and it's the same narrative that of course Biden and all of these companies that are coming out now and and banning russians you have got oh I think I was going to say earlier uh, canada has said this Canadian minister of uh, transportation has said they're holding a charter plane in Canada full of Russian nationals and they're not going to let what? it go. Right, so the internal narrative in Russia right now is that it's the world versus you, and guess what? The world is playing right into that. Yep. Yeah. Well, well,
1: I, I got to say they crossed the line here. Check out they the did. story from NBC News. They did. International Cat Federation bans Russian felines from competitions. Just say cat. We
6: surrender. We it is time to give up. Fe- Federation, <laughs> we cannot keep doing this. Feline, too much.
1: Which hosts over 700 cat <laughs> shows a year said it cannot just witness these atrocities and
6: do nothing. <laughs>
5: what? Look at these cats. cats. No.
1: Look at like, okay, weird. I
6: can. I understand that I can understand the sentiment I can't witness the uh, these atrocities and not do anything but like that that's the thing <laughs> you chose to do that's that cool. wasn't your only option
1: you like did the Russian so so what if an, like what if an American is a Russian cat is that the issue or that's is it, it. like but, or is it like kick him into the street?
4: And some poor sixty-year-old, yeah,
5: sorry, Oliver. <laughs> some poor
4: sixty-year-old librarian has been waiting to show her Russian blue all year, and it's like and she's from you know uh, Idaho, and now she's like, "What? What do you mean I can't go to the cat show?" It's like you're a communist. Oh wait, wait, wait.
2: wait. So it's not even that. Wait, wait. That Look, at that. Look at that. Look at that. No wait, so cat
1: bred in Russia.
2: No cat. Br- so you could be oh. an American. Oh, okay. Right, thank they think they're genetically or, genetic or engineering. No, imported or registered in any way. Oh, but right. what if that
6: cat is a citizen in another country Bread why is, is where they came from so important to <laughs> these right. people exactly. those that cats are racist. just
2: seeking a better outcome exactly. a better life exactly. for themselves they're refugees and they're being they're family. Exactly. have they been I, bugged is that the problem going yeah,
4: to citizenship for those I lo- cats I love this timeline they're
2: just dreamers, <laughs> this <laughs> this dreamers. Kind of they're dream dreamlines dream, they're me hours these people like hold on you almost got me on that one the group said the new regulation will last
6: through May 31st and Will be reviewed as and when necessary. Like, is any of necessary. this necessary? Yeah, yeah. So I don't <laughs> understand. To preserve what? democracy? So,
3: like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's but is,
1: this is, this is war hysteria. Yeah. This is the same thing as the mass formation psychosis we heard about during yeah. COVID. Yeah. This is people being like, Russia, I need to put a Ukrainian flag in my Twitter account and ban the cats. Oh like, my
6: goodness. Th- th- oh. There's, there's another sentence here I really have to read. Um, on top of that, our Ukrainian fellow feline fanciers are desperately trying to take care of their cats and other animals in these trying circumstances. There are far greater concerns there. Far yeah, greater concerns And saying, like, and we're going to retaliate by banning Russian cats? It's yeah, like, wait, 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 wait wait, the wait, 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 stop, sh- stop, stop,
1: stop, stop, shh. Wait. The announcement is the latest blow to Russia, <laughs> which has been hit with sanctions by a number of countries. They're reeling. What if you own I a mean, Russian I think, cat, dude? After this, Vladimir no no Putin sense. is get sitting in his chair stroking his cat, and he's like, "That's right." He was like. No! Yet! <laughs> yes.
5: What do you mean she Jesus cannot article. compete?
1: He, like, he looks at his shelf and he's got all of his awards from the cat show. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I am
4: a
6: feline fancier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. There was <laughs> great alliteration that yeah. 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 I got it. <laughs>
3: give I give a, a
1: lot
4: of it. alliteration. Uh,
3: Did it. you find out if you have a Russian cat or you now? If it was
1: bred in Russia.
6: And
3: they're going to come take it? No, no, no. Wait, bred in
6: Russia or born in Russia? Bread yeah. or... Bread or Because if one of the cat could have been bred there but then could what? have given birth in another country. Wait, what? Yeah. What the, if 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 the cat was impregnated. Yeah, it's an anchor kitty. Are you suggesting anchor kitty? Yeah, it's anchor kitty. Exactly. Oh. Anchor, yeah. yeah. anchor, yes. anchor, anchor exactly. kitty. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it so so smart. Yeah, yeah. yeah
2: we've gone from in 20 minutes we've gone from the nuclear firefight to anchor kitties yeah, yeah anchor the most important news second ever. there's a Look, mo- I think levity, levity.
1: levity this yeah. is tough because yeah. this will be ripping
4: families apart if it goes through it
1: well, but along are the you going to
4: separate there's a I great restaurant go. in DC that is a Russian restaurant I'm almost reluctant to say the name because I don't want to give them negative well they smash the windows but, but they smash the windows yeah. and a friend, of, oh, mine, a friend of mine ate there last night and said I've been coming to this restaurant for like the 20 years I've lived in DC and it is a Russian restaurant but they're Americans they just have Russian heritage and they make Russian food, and now there's like a boycott. The we're, restaurant, and they must be like, you put me through friggin COVID, it. and now you're putting me through this. Like, I just make borscht. Yeah. Wh- wh- how am I responsible for this?
1: When well, it's my response was when I saw FIFA had banned Russian clubs and teams or whatever from the game, I was just like, it's just the stupidest thing ever. And I said, you know what? The Russian people are to blame to all of this. They should be punished.
5: Yeah. I you think know the, what we're banned Hold on.
1: The funny thing is. When I tweeted, I despise appeals to emotion.
5: Right.
2: Yes.
1: The left went, no. Hey, you were trending, for like, you were trending for like two days. And I, I and, and that. And was, I was specifically referring to the translators, more than one. There were three different translators who cried while translating. And that was the viral story. Of course, I tweeted that because I tweeted about it a bunch of different times and I made videos about it but that doesn't play well when they want to like criticize like i don't, it's the weirdest thing ever because i've been very like pro zelensky and like hmm. been supportive of ukraine the entire time so i don't know what they're trying to smear but when they go when they go nuts on this and then i tweet we jokingly because they're all basically like me just screwing around when i say we must punish russian americans or my favorite tweet was i said whoa how do we know that um, russian americans aren't secretly working for putin or worse trump <sighs> <No. laughs> that that did not make any of them angry or when I said punish Russian c- civilians, like mm. that, that, that didn't make anybody angry, but how dare you question Appeal to emotion. The, 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 the sobbing translators. Okay. Well, y'all just banned cats. So what, you guys what gets have me, lost your minds. What gets
4: me
3: about removing the Russian teams from the video game sports is like, uh, uh okay. I understand trying like World War two. We put the Japanese citizens in internment camps hardcore. I don't know if it was the right or wrong move. Maybe they were spies. Maybe they did the right thing, but like I used to play civilization. And Hitler's never been any, ever led any of the German countries. If you play Civilization, and you play Germany. Hitler has never been in the game. They've eradicated the, the the memory of that man from the video game. Still, 80 years later, they're still eradicating the memory. So, like, yeah, the Russian teams are gone from sports this year. What if in 80 years they're still like pretending Russia never existed? It's it's. Effing terrifying. Yeah, well, so That's here's so what, weird.
2: here's what gets me on all of these, you know, and and it's, it's deplatforming, deplatforming, cancel. We're trying to use cancel mm. culture, we right? The, cats. The, the same way that, <laughs> Russian, you yeah. know, to affect Russia. But uh, I, I don't think they kind of understood, like, this, this was a planned operation. This wasn't like Putin woke up one day and said, oh, we're just going to do this.
1: Did you see the report that apparently Xi Jinping said, don't invade until after the Olympics are yeah. over? Maybe, agreement. maybe. Maybe. I, I, I mean, there's a lot know. of I'm propaganda. I'm
2: skeptical. But, At the same time, you know, I think this is something that was planned out for months in advance. I guarantee you that Putin went around to all of like the top oligarch, anyone who has any actual sway within Russia and explained, this is what's going to happen next year. So you need to set up your stuff however you want to set it up. And and Daniel, you know this, these guys have stuff off the books in every country around the world. It's not in their names, It's not in their kids' names. Yeah, you can take their yachts because you know it's them, but they've got mansions you don't know about. They've got planes you don't know about and they're going to use them and they're going to be fine. So these sanctions aren't going to hurt anyone important in Russia. You're going to hurt the regular, people. Yeah. You're going to he- hurt the disabled athletes that want to go to the Paralympics. You're going to go after the oncology researchers that are trying to help people with cancer in uh, in Russia, right? You're going to hurt all of those regular people behind the scenes. That's number one. And number two is you're going to turn all of them not against Putin. They're going to be against you because you put the sanctions on. What would you If you had yeah. been the president when this happened last week, what would have been an adequate response? Well, I mean... At I'm the same gonna time, cancer. you have to, you have to go back and say, you know, we, we responded to escalation with more escalation, right? So it's, we've been ratcheting up things as they've been ratcheting up things. And so from the start, you should have not been doing that. That's always the wrong, the wrong move, obviously.
1: I, I think, uh, you know, we needed Biden to have, cause we knew the invasion was coming. Biden should have had a, had a conversation with Putin a long time ago and he, and he did. And he should have said, if you hit, Ukraine, I will hit Moscow. Oh, I'm sorry, Joe Biden. Mm. He should have been like, well, come, on, come on, man.
5: No, the joke well, is you If you, if you go get those borders. Iranians.
1: Donald Trump reportedly told Putin, if you if you try to take Ukraine, I will hit Moscow.
2: Yeah. He said all those beautiful golden turrets will be destroyed.
1: Yep. Do you and remember? My, my favorite, though, is he told Xi the same thing. If you go after Taiwan, I'll hit Beijing. Yeah. And the story was that both Xi and Putin were like, like, kind of shocked that someone would tell them, "I will kill millions of civilians yeah. if you take a re- if you engage in regional conflict." Well, remember
2: Trump timed the original Syria strikes for when Xi Jinping was meeting at Mar-a-Lago over dinner. And there's, you know, there's a story that as cake was being served,
4: they leaned in and told Xi Jinping that the strikes were taking place. That's right. Yeah. But do you remember when, when, when Putin just met with, when Biden just met with Putin a couple months ago, he came back and he said, we talked about seven things that I told him were off limits. I mean, right, right. F- then and there, I was like, yeah. well, what if I'm number Gav. eight, mm-hmm. you know, oh, like, yeah. so the seven things that you can't hit, you, uh, seven American assets, I, I, we went through seven things that he can't touch. That, this, and that, that was after the cyber attack that closed Colonial Pipeline. So right off the bat, Putin, I mean, if anything, he watched the State of the Union. He felt more yeah, emboldened. Me? I was oh, going to say, yeah, well, I didn't hit slurring. any of those seven yeah. things, so I'm good and, to go. And if yeah, you watch exactly. the, the Super Bowl halftime show, he's like, they don't deserve to live anymore. Like, all, We should just
7: invade the West completely. Picture this. You're driving on the open road, taking in the beautiful views this country offers. Then out of nowhere, you hear a noise and your car breaks down. While still frustrating, you feel protected because you have a plan through CarShield. CarShield has helped millions of drivers from having to pay backbreaking car repair costs. All you have to do is call before a breakdown. Plans can pay for expensive repairs on your out-of-warranty car, truck, or SUV. All for CarShield's low monthly rate that never goes up as long as you cover your car. With a plan through CarShield, you get protection on over 5,000 major parts and systems with just a visit to carshield.com Carlson. I'm talking big money items, like your transmission. Engine, electronics, and so much more. CarShield is here to keep you moving forward and make car breakdowns and the repairs that follow just a tiny bump in the road. Go to CarShield.com slash Carlson. Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs. Visit now to save twenty percent. CarShield.com slash Carlson. That's CarShield.com slash Carlson. I think people need to recognize that
1: Vladimir Putin is passionate uh, and he's old. Which means he's got to make whatever move he's going to make now, because he's almost seventy years old. So I think I think Russia is going to win what they want to win. Mm. I don't. I, I we we already have these crazy stories about NATO's involved. They're one hundred percent involved. They're just playing weird semantic games. Mm. Latvia has apparently voted to allow their citizens to join the fight on the Ukrainian side. Now, how is that not declaring war? It's so ridiculous. Well, our our military isn't involved. We're just sending waves of our own citizens with guns mm. into Ukraine to shoot you. That to me is absurd. Plus, you've got the arming, you've got the the uh, resources. We'll put it that way, being given to Ukraine. So it's ridiculous that we're at this point where it's like, well, if NATO gets involved, they're involved. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So this is we're we're back under. This is something that I've noticed. You know, kind of zipping around on Twitter, reading a lot of stuff that we seem to have kind of forgotten the sort of rules of the Cold War, like the reason that we don't go directly. Um, bullet to bullet we don't fire upon russian assets and russian assets don't fire on us so we have these proxy wars right to we had afghanistan throughout the 70s and eight late 70s early 80s then we had the vietnam war prior to that where again russia of course was supporting the Viet Cong and supporting the nva and then we got involved in the south but russia didn't actually send you know they may have had a couple advisors but they didn't send forces down um same deal with korea right during the korean war Russia didn't get directly involved. They had some air assets, but they sent China in. They had North Korea, but they didn't go in themselves. Same idea for us. We don't want to get into this shooting war with another nuclear power, so we end up doing all these proxy wars. And essentially, if you're looking at it from Russia's perspective, they view the current regime, uh, the government of Ukraine and the Ukrainian military as an American or at least western proxy force this is since uh
3: 2014 since 2014 is what the CIA since in, the coup in, instigated the coup
2: is it a, is it like official that the CIA was involved or is it just assumed I mean, they were certainly involved. The, the level there were certainly of Western, debated, yeah. There were certainly Western assets involved. I mean, you can you can have a, a debate about you know who started it or who you know whether or not it was justified, but it certainly was U.S. supported.
3: And that blockaded and and like hindered their ability to get oil into the Black Sea. So that's why he took
2: Crimea, Crimea almost instantly after that. Well, it it I mean, it changed a lot of things, obviously. But they were looking at a situation where. Remember, the Russian Black Sea fleet it's at that port of Sevastopol has always been there, right? That's always been a Russian naval port, and that's their major port, uh, their major navy base on the Black Sea. So they were never going to give that up. They just it's, they just weren't going to.
1: It's their only warm-water port. It also grants them access to the Mediterranean. Yeah, it's key. Which that's, causes it's issues like with uh, the Bosphorus in Turkey because Turkey controls— it's it's Russia's already in a, a weakened position with that
5: being. Yeah. With Turkey mm. being in NATO. I mean, how do they get through the Bosphorus? Well,
2: so, I mean, that's why they're taking Ukraine so they can go over land. If if you need to get through the Bosphorus, you know, just because Turkey says no, it doesn't mean you can't get through.
1: Yeah. I think there was a big issue with that because Russia did it. No, No, I think the U.S. did. Somebody was like, we don't care, and just went, and Turkey was like, eh, well, "Yeah." Yeah, we'll shipping
3: really routes, man. I think the Suez was also underrated. I think a big part of why the mi- military buildup in the Middle East that the United States has been doing is to
2: protect the Suez Canal and the shipping. 100%. But also look at – if you want to go through and actually look at what we can see, not the apocalyptic you know, version of Greta Thunberg climate change, but the actual climate change effects, that if you look at that Northern Sea route that's opening up across – uh, essentially the Arctic Ocean. Russia is a clear beneficiary of all yeah. of this because you can make it from Dalian, China to Rottenberg, uh, Denmark in like two thirds the time or even half the time that you would take that you would need to go through the South China Sea and then the Suez Canal. If you cut that all around, that's the reason that Russia knows that going 15 years from now, they're going to be the ones in charge of that Northern Sea route.
3: I would advise anyone that's listening to the show, um, to pull up like a map, a Google map or like some sort of map and well, follow along. Yeah. Cause it's really cool we'll when you type in the names Google of these letters. places and you can understand geographically what, what's going on. Well, a let's, easier. let's,
1: let's, let's do this too. Um, I got the story out of UPI. Russian warplanes violate Sweden's airspace. Reportedly, uh, Sweden's Air Force dispatched JAS 39 Gripen aircraft in response to two Russian Su-27s and two Su-24s briefly entering its airspace east of Gotland Island in the Baltic Sea. We also have reports, Japan says a Russian helicopter violated its airspace and scrambled fighter jets. To give you context on, on the, the, uh, the sheer size of Russia, we come over here to, uh, we got Google Earth pulled up. Here's Japan, right? It's Russia, right here. There's Vladivostok. And so you've got these islands. We're talking about, what, 50 to 100 miles away from Japan? That's Russia? If we zoom out and go all the way across Russia over to Europe, check it out. Not only. Do you have Moscow right here with Finland? You have Kaliningrad, which is right here. It's an oblast, and this is Scotland. So Russia is massive. On top of that, let's just go over here and point at the fact that Russia is 50 miles from the United States. So they got a lot. They're they're spread out very thin. It doesn't mean that uh, they can win. But it does mean that they can reach many different people very, very quickly. And Mm -hmm. if Russia has been preparing this for some time, they can easily move troops and armaments into various regions, like like, very close to many different countries you'd, you'd expect to be on the other side of the planet without anyone knowing, or at the very least without setting off alarm bells and pissing anybody off. It's their own country. It's Russia. So they put troops in the east and the west. And they can effectively be ready to fight on on you know all spheres of the country. Uh, and,
4: and one of the things that Jack was just talking about when it comes to the Arctic is we've been watching the Ukraine build up for a long time, the troop build up on the Ukraine border for a long time, the the Putin's army buildup in in the Arctic has been massive. It gets very little coverage, and the ones who are the most afraid are the Norwegians because they are they're not members of NATO, right? They're not. I don't believe they're even part of the EU. Um, they're the largest oil and gas producer up there, but Russia is saying, no, 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 this is, this is ours. The Arctic is ours, right? And there's a reason why clearly they want the Arctic. Um, they have, they are building enormous and have built enormous, uh, LNG ports along their north coast. I mean, in in terms of, export LNG now directly to, to the world. In terms Um, of military force, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty
2: clear that Russia does have a strong Command presence when it comes to the Arctic at this point. The United States, I think, only has one icebreaker at this point, and it's it's always you know it's kind wow. of in uh you, you know, know it's always stuck in the ice. Always, it's always yeah yeah very good. Uh, but it's, it's like. <laughs> It's barely, you know, barely works very well. China has a ton of ice cutters, but of course, uh, China does not have any actual access to the Arctic. So if China, this is another part of that relationship, this burgeoning relationship that we're seeing between China and Russia. If China wants access to the Arctic, they've got to go through Russia. If Russia wants their financial backstop, they need to go to China. The one you kick them off swift will one belt, one road is right there yeah, for you. Yeah. So, but, you know, Ian, in an answer to your question, if I want to curb these, you know, excessive and obviously aggressive and insane behaviors of the Russian government, you know, you can say, all right, we're going to try to put sanctions on Russia, but obviously they've priced that into this proposition. How we tried putting sanctions or using economic leverage on China, on the oligarchs of the CCP, on CCP leaders, going after them, going after the Yuan, using anything that we can there. Because obviously China and China and the United States do not have a strong trade relationship. We never really have. But China and the United States, oh yeah, obviously. Well, Russia, you said China. The first time you Ru- yeah, Russia yeah. and the United States, Russia and the United States. You
3: think that's just because we don't have sea routes and we're not, right? Because right, uh, China and the United States are kind of right next to each other. I mean, I guess the Russians and the Americans do have sea plenty of sea connections. We just... They just don't have much to trade. What is it? Why why are they not a great trade trade leader? Is they're so massive? Is what I'm at? Who? Why the, the Russians? Russia is, and America not trade leaders? Is it or? just because it's like un, uninhabitable most of Russia? Well,
2: most of Russia is uninhabitable. Yeah. That those the you're. Yes, on a map, it's it's massive. But a lot of that area is, is either unused, or it's not arable, or they just don't have the people, the population to. uh Putin was trying to hire, you know, uh, farmers for Siberia at one point, or like recruit people to come in. and
3: Oh, yeah, give know, them they, a place for free yeah, as long they as they work the land. Right,
2: they were talking about bringing, you know, the South African farmers up there as a way to, you know, get away from the issues that they were facing, the farm murders down in South Africa. But... Um, yeah, for the majority of that area, right, you're, you're really only looking at it in terms of resources. And in, when it comes to those resources, as Daniel, of course, would be able to explain much better than me um, and knows it better than me, you know, we are competitors in those areas. Yeah, it's pretty terrifying to think of the 21st century and all
3: those resources in Russia with, with, the, with the actual amount of power Russia has, which is not that much and the amount of land they well, have, and that's which is very, very, very much. I, I, yeah. I, I, that's I why the currency
2: mm-hmm. stuff doesn't hit them the way that we would expect it to because yeah. they still have the
4: resources.
1: But, mm-hmm. but I, I would disagree with saying they're, they're not that powerful. They're, they're, they have, what, like 60% of the military capability of the entirety of NATO? And that's, it's, it's, it's substantial. They have
4: different type. Yeah. They have, they have a different, different type. More nukes. Absolutely. But But, I mean, but you, you, they are, they are our largest, we are their largest customer for fertilizer, right? Around $800 million a year in fertilizer that now probably we're not going to buy. What are we going to do when we live in a rural area? You're you're getting ready to harvest in a couple of weeks. What are you putting on your field? You need about a hundred pounds of fertilizer per acre. So if I have a 5,000-acre cornfield, what am I – so I, do I just lose the crop so I have to buy it from somewhere else? So what are corn prices going to do? What are wheat prices? Wheat prices have already doubled. So what are food – so I mean we're worried about well, the price of the pump, and I am. I'm an energy guy. I'm worried about the price of the pump. I'm worried you, This November, I can't imagine what food prices are going to be, and you want to see violence – Yo, wait till people already, are hungry. I might
3: have misheard you. You said I thought you said we sell them. No, $100. we buy from we buy
4: them. fertilizer we buy from, from them. them. Yeah, no, we buy from no disturbing. the same. And it's yeah. disturbing that we buy it. It's disturbing that we buy so much. Well, no, resources. it's disturbing that it might get cut off. It's disturbing that we buy our pharmaceuticals from China, and that is mm-hmm. what I hate about globalism. Who has outs? Who decided? Who's the brain trust that said let's put these
1: things in yeah. the hands of our enemies? Let's, let's Let's just let's just point out how moronic the leadership of this country yes. has been outsourcing to China then we get covid what does china do they have their citizens across around the world buy up ppe and ship it back to china we don't make our own medicine you have to be a special kind of stupid to outsource to china and then pick a fight with 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 russia who is going to be who's who's going to be working um, with china so now we're in this position where, like you brought up, fertilizer, mm. but we've also got vitamin C, yeah. antibiotics. Now you get Biden coming out in the State of the Union address, being like, "We're going to be investing in these these chips for your computer chips," and he's basically signaling war may be coming, and we mm. will lose Taiwan. I can
4: and I can verify that first thing you said in case anyone thinks that you're lying, um, which you never would, or you're misrepresenting the truth. Married to an Australian in November of nineteen. Andrew said, I was talking to my mom, and he's from a rural town in the outback and said, my mom said the weirdest thing happened. Like she was at the grocery and this bus of, of some Chinese people got up and they bought everything. She said, like, what the heck was that? She said, and, and then, like, neighbors talk. This is November of 19. He was saying, it's so weird. Everyone I talk to in my little town says, a van of Chinese people will show up and they will buy everything in the store and it will disappear. It was reported and, that, and, and, and that was China cold. told, that was the beginning it of,
1: are like getting China to told their citizens in other countries to buy PPE and send it back. And send it
6: back. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because we've been talking a little bit about nuclear weaponry and mutually assured destruct, uh, destruction. One thing not a lot of people consider is that biological weaponry is also considered to be a weapon or a form of a weapon of mass destruction. And China literally created one and released it. I know that there's still some debate around that technically, but I think it's pretty straightforward. And so I I would say, yeah, well, it's so lab leak, but if a country accidentally detonated a nuke in another nation, I don't think we would give them a pass because it wasn't intentional.
1: This is is the, to, to again, to the, to the moronic nature of our leadership Mm. For Fauci to be working in any way with any groups Mm -hmm. that were working with China. You are, you are, you are working with a group that despises you. Yeah. The Mm -hmm. Chinese Communist Party does not like us. They want to displace us. They've insulted us. They, they outright say they want to take Taiwan. They press the South China Sea. They sink Vietnamese ships. This is not a country we should be like, let's give them more stuff. No. Mm -hmm. Let's give them more access, more resources, more, more, more authority. And, and it's just the, the sheer absurdity of the U.S. picking a fight. While giving things away is—it's the craziest thing. So the, the, I, I suppose the, the neoliberal idea
6: is that if we build trade lines, we won't go to well, war. Well, that was it. Well, that well, was yes, that so was Golden that right. arches That was Clinton,
5: right.
4: that was Clinton and, and the golden yeah. arches. Golden arches, well, yeah. golden arches, yeah. arches
6: theory is, is a version of it. The idea that two nations that have a McDonald's have never gone to war with each other mm-hmm. Which is not true. And, and, well, uh, and so also not true now. So it is. It's yeah. interesting because it is the case that countries that stop trading with each other are more likely to go to war. Libertarians down hard. Yeah. But that said, yeah. I mean, a huge part of this, I think it's just indicative of our total inability to defer gratification as a people. So there's this country that we're trying to pick fights with while at the same time still giving away our resources to them because there's a short term gain for it uh, in it for us. We're not actually thinking about a long term strategy here when they very much are. And I them, wouldn't
3: say that not trading with a country makes you more likely to go to war with them. I don't think that's a fair oh, that's correlation. Fair. I, I'm saying there's, it,
6: I'm not okay. That's but, fair. But I, I trading I mean, with a country, corollary, say, it's to, not. They were saying it, They
2: were saying it the other way around.
4: That yeah. if you trade, it creates a disincentive to go to war. To go yeah, to war. Yes, and this is exactly. what we were told in the '90s when we gave China most favored nation status under Clinton. Right. That as they begin to grow at, and, and become a trading partner, and as they get a taste of our, It will local, open them up and it, and it will make them more transparent. And what they did is they they polluted. They polluted capitalism. Better right, right? access to Halliburton. But, and, uh,
5: it's Raytheon. A so, very
6: bizarre, almost Marxist idea that the way we solve people's problems is just by increasing access to resources or building wealth, and it's, it's, and it's an issue of materialism. Yeah, and so we do see it with hyper capitalist uh, ideologies as well. But they they meld together. Very, it, oh. it's very ironic because people see like hyper capitalism and communism as being diametrically opposed. But the reality is this idea that we can solve people's problems simply through materialism, and that they will be become more evolved and better people because their wealth has grown is obviously completely backwards and we're seeing the effects of that now with china look at what we did in
4: afghanistan we gave them all ipads but they don't have internet material it's like well there you go
1: congratulations guys i think we need the u.s government to heavily invest in some kind of public infrastructure for protecting the american people from uh, nuclear war perhaps we could build big underground i don't know vaults and uh, we call the company something related to that, like Vault... Uh, Tech.
2: Vault Tech. Vault Tech. Vault Tech. Like technology. And we would number vault each technology. vault. In order to communicate, could we have certain armbands? Yes. As an example. Absolutely. What, like a radio, that, Like that a would, computer? You that actually, well, I'm, on, right, I'm, that I'm, you wear? Right? Yeah,
6: like I'm, yeah. Well, yeah. What would yeah. you even call something like, a, like that? What would you even call something I don't know, like that? Like
2: a, now, since the U.S. dollar is uh, going completely, hit boy, or know, something, like you know, oh, you know since like the U.S. It. dollar <laughs> is going out of is being devalued, what could we use as currency in this situation? I how don't know. Would, know. I would, know. I would, would use. No, no,
6: no. I actually have an idea.
1: the most logical answer to that question would be soda bottle caps.
2: I can't think of anything else
4: Well it's metal You can melt the
6: metal down It wouldn't make any sense To use ammo I I, I want
3: to
2: point Daniel's like
4: What is is going going on right now (laughs) I assume it's a movie Or a video game (laughs) Fallout I don't know What we're talking (laughs) about I didn't even play. I just know the
6: lore I want to point out real quick I'm old
1: When Jack said We could wear something On a wrist in Fallout You have the pit (laughs) boy And the pit boy Shows your health status I'm literally wearing a woo You're pretty close I can pull up my health status And my heart rate and stuff But it doesn't have the graphics But check it out not when when I was that's getting right. sick the whoop knew I was sick before I knew I was sick of course and so and did Google like, of course. whoever owns that and, and so Googled did Jeff right Bezos right. yeah, yeah. His report. the Chinese <laughs> found out gets wait, his wait. daily Tim Pool report Jeff Bezos is like he like wakes up and he goes to grab his coffee and then he like opens a tablet and he goes oh Tim's sick, no, Tim's
5: sick. <laughs> dude wouldn't it be hilarious if
6: there was just this long con uh, sabotaging or like this idea of warfare where the companies that own that uh, IP are actually like selling it to China and then China ever so tweaks like, All right, I know this is healthy for him. We're going to tell him to do the less healthy thing <laughs> instead <laughs> right. of the thing that's morally for him because we're going to weaken him as a person. You'll it, notice it people didn't really laugh do, when you
3: said that. That's kind of freakishly possible do you think so yeah. oh, that, yeah. that, people that drive the swamps because their google maps tell them no to apple, that was apple no apple i think it's maps. possible it's that apple i think maps. it's
6: possible that people would listen to that absolutely if you're yeah, watching you know, i'm, I'm you, half joking yeah, about you this because it seems like such shot. a oh, tiny my, little oh. thing yeah before, before
2: guys before we get too far off this so the the nuclear plant situation ton of, uh, and this is a tweet from Ilya uh, Lazovsky, the actual nuclear specialists are coming out of the woodwork to say that, no, we would not see a Marvel movie-style explosion. Yes, it is bad. Fuel could leak. There could be radiation that comes out of that, but well, let's not retweet government pronouncements uncritically. It is a different kind of reactor than Chernobyl. Uh, you can scram it. You can shut do emergency shutdowns. The concrete shells they have on this thing are capable of being hit by aircraft weighing 20 tons and not going... Um, You know, not melting down. And it's, Ian, you and I were just talking about this before. You know, the reason Chernobyl melted down is because they were running a test and the test went crazy. It wasn't just some... Uh, random fire that broke out and then it you know ignited everything. And Chernobyl, sure
3: because it exploded, it shot nuclear fissile material into the atmosphere, I believe, and then it, yeah. it right. blanketed the area. Right so like carbon, if if the corium just melts, it just falls into the earth. It just falls down and then hits the cement
2: and then melts through the cement and keeps melting through the ground until what, right. It so we are down not down. so fortunately for everybody out there, you know, it, crazy as it is, you are not in a situation where this thing could melt down over this. Or hey, they
1: turned the chat on. It looks like. Oh no. Okay. No, they stopped it. I see. The stream ended. They did have a chat. Oh, they saw the oh. stream. Yeah, stream, stream ended. No, that would have been...
2: We'll uh, see if they, they, have, have, a they one. have a new They have a new uh, They have a new one up? up? Yeah. But does that have the chat up?
6: Disabled for uh, the Chat is stream, disabled. Man. Oh, I still yeah. have a chat going, mm-hmm. but maybe it's... They
2: disabled the chat for the nuclear firefight. It'll, I can't tell.
6: Well, can you imagine... Can you imagine... I mean, the APCs are see see the still chat? there.
2: The artillery is still <laughs> there.
6: Can you imagine, like, if we were able to document other historic events like this, like, if we were able to watch live streams that had it occurred of like events in World War II and see the chat, and see pick what a saying. charge, and a lot of people were just like, <laughs> yeah, "Yeah, I still
5: have a
3: chat
4: on mine." You
6: get
1: oh, really? You oh, well, you're you're on a different one. Oh,
6: mm. yeah. Someone else has aggregated like, a bunch of
1: live feeds at like,
4: Hastings. Like, oh, he's arrived. Right, Williams here. Well, I, I wonder. His, his, I, the I charge also, of the Light Brigade. <laughs> I
6: wonder. I wonder how much of it would just be like crazy, insane memes too, because that's. I feel like what well, it's going it, to be it today. Is. No, no, yeah. it was. I was talking about. About this the mega mines
1: Ukrainians with massive balls meme and I'm like it was, it was a really garbage meme but you've got intelligence agencies spamming pro-Ukraine propaganda mm. it works to a certain degree look at all the people that have put the Ukrainian flags in their yeah. in their Twitter profiles yeah, I'll right. tell you one of the things that really triggered the establishment the lefty activists mm. was when I said I noticed everyone was flying West Virginia's colors. I was like, it's it's about time everyone recognized how awesome the state is because, you know, West Virginia University uses blue and gold. They got pissed at me for that. I was like, why are you so mad? It's a joke about the, the colors for West Virginia. Calm I down. Think, I think they
3: really believe this is like the end of Western civilization. This, this is like the beginning of the end of Western civilization. It's People have been so freaked out and manipulated by Russia. It's I understand the fear of the Soviet Union communist nuclear missile crisis. But Russia is not the Soviet Union. It's a federation. You can argue there are a bunch of oligarchs in control over there, as well as you could argue that in America that there are. And in China, apparently, oligarchs are running the show. And in Ukraine. Uh, And in Ukraine.
0: Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
7: This episode is brought to you by Buffalo Trace Distillery. Powerful yet smooth. Contained but never tame. Proudly going their own way, but never going alone. This is the spirit inside Buffalo Trace Bourbon. Made at Buffalo Trace Distillery, the world's most award-winning distillery. Buffalo Trace is always perfectly untamed. Distilled, aged, and bottled by Buffalo Trace Distillery. Franklin County, Kentucky. 90 proof. 45% alcohol by volume. Learn more at buffalo trace buffalotracedistillery.com. Please drink responsibly.
4: But, but I do love what you said because you have heard that a lot from politicians. This is an attack on Western civilization. We have to defend Western civilization. And the first thing I thought of was if... Six weeks ago, I said something about Western civilization. You would have called me like a white nationalist. <laughs> yep. True. Not no, you're Nazi. right. You're, you're absolutely see, right. You know. Biden, so now you, we you, love Western civilization again. Did you
1: see Joe Biden when he said that the people of Ukraine are fighting for their homeland, and they're like they have an iron will, will, an iron will. And it was Lauren Southern pointed that pointed this out. She was like that was like every racist dog whistle that if trump said that they would start writing article after article saying wow. it Protect so, so Especially her, her argument was he was accidentally racist yeah. by their own standards and she's right she's right yeah yeah
4: absolutely they just ignored it so, so
2: you know right. what they're doing by the way with this they are going to i guarantee you they are going to try to use this nuclear plant situation as a way to get a no fly zone instituted you watch. Yeah. That's exactly what I can see. This is where it's going to go. They're going to say, turn and, around and, and say, you have to institute mm-hmm. this because of the recklessness that we're seeing because of the shelling. And you're going to have to institute a no-fly zone at what, whatever the cost. Whatever
1: and I, the cost. I assure you, in the event that happens, they're going to liken it to Chernobyl. They're going to say the risk of another Chernobyl should never be allowed. Oh, right. my goodness. Mm-hmm. So we are instituting a no-fly zone. Vladimir Putin, mark my words. I
3: didn't see Chernobyl the movie, but was it scare tactic or was it accurate?
1: It was a TV show, wasn't it?
2: The, yeah, I, I, thought it was fanta- I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. I thought it was very well done, actually. Yeah, But did it really, scare really people well into like nuclear fear? Oh, but big time big
4: time. I mean if you're if you're someone who's anti-nuclear, that's the movie well, you want everywhere. The, the 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 Fukushima meltdown scared Angela Merkel into canceling her whole country's nuclear reactors. Right. And you want to say, "But Germany doesn't have a lot of tsunamis, Angela. Like you you you, you shouldn't right. be worried about that." Let me tell you, Angela Merkel, if a tsunami hit Germany, nuclear fallout is the least of your problems, <laughs> right? You got a lot bigger, but she shut down the entire country's nuclear program. Now they're buying LNG from Russia and they are afraid to sanction LNG it. that nu- liquid natural gas which is methane which because methane. They, 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 so, yeah 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 almost predominantly, yeah and because they don't have enough energy what are there other natural gases so, than methane that are eh, no that's the predominant one is is methane
1: and if you look at germany like the 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 amount of coast they have it's not that much so you know where are they shutting down these nuclear power plants it's just Greta Thunberg comes out and she said those magic words. She said, "How, how dare, dare you!" you. Mm-hmm. And everyone just collapsed and grasped their hearts and, well,
2: and for realized years, how
1: how wrong they were.
2: For years, we were talking about Dan. You, I, you and I used to talk about this when we were doing One American News. That it was always the Russians that were funding these anti-fracking groups for yep. years. And if you turn on, so okay, they banned RT, right? So RT America isn't there. I think they're still up on YouTube for yep. now. You can go to RT.com. Um, I just and to uh, it was down for a little bit today. Well, actually. no, they're they're.
1: So let's 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 do this. But, but what
2: was interesting, and, and you know, not to get into the censorship angle, but you could see what Russia's strategic interests were based on the story selection there, and a huge chunk of their programming was devoted towards green groups, was devoted to anti fracking, was devoted to this. Because so All then you leftist. could watch that, and you could say, oh. Well, that's something that Russia wants to push. I wonder why that is. And then I talked to a guy who understands energy. But you'd sound he, like a
4: lunatic if you said that f- well, just a couple years ago. People right. were like, oh, take your tinfoil. Like, up. oh, he <laughs> wants to watch RT to
1: no, find out know. what the Russians want. Let, let me know. doesn't that make sense? Let me pull doesn't the story follow? Let me Let me tell you about RT. We got the story from TimCast.com. Staff of RT America laid off as network announces it is halting production. In a memo to its employees, RT America cited unforeseen business interruption events. <laughs> Yeah, it could be war, but, but, but <laughs> yeah, let me, let me, let me tell you me something. It just war in quotes. Let me tell you about uh, 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 Russia Today and Sputnik. I was at the RT and Sputnik offices huh? in, 20, in 2016 during the election with Cassandra Fairbanks, and the people in that office, every single one save Cassandra, was a pro-Democrat, pro-Hillary activist or individual. They were crying when Donald Trump started winning and then when he won. People were crying.
2: How many rubles were you paid to say that, Tim?
1: Zero rubles. <laughs> what? All of the rubles. We no, all. those know. We know, days. We know from, from, from the, the
2: dossier that the Ukrainians had nothing to do with. No, that, no, 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 That Russia wanted Trump to win. We know this. Well,
1: you 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 look at the content that RT has promoted. The people they've hired—they're anti-war, anti-establishment, and typically leftists. Hmm. Like during Occupy Wall Street, people were like, "Oh yeah, RT." Like I knew a ton of people who during Occupy, Occupy would be like, "You got to watch RT." Because they were the ones telling the truth about Occupy Wall Street. Are, or, another way to put it is, promoting anti-establishment protests in the United States that could potentially destabilize.
3: I thought RT and Al Jazeera were great sources during the Syrian con when they wanted to go and invade Syria. I was like, what's really going on? And people, it was like people like uh, like Lee Camp. People like Lee Camp speaking out against the Syrian war on RT. I don't know if he was on his RT show at that point. If he had started Redacted tonight Night at that point. Or Look if he was still on his first show.
1: Lee Camp. He's uh, anti-war. Uh, I've known him for a long time. I always uh, thought of him as more of a lefty guy. Redacted Tonight was a show on RT. It says, Redacted Tonight has been canceled because the U.S. war machine can't handle the truth. If you want to follow my work, go to leakcamp.com, But not only that, his show on Spotify. So let me see. He retweeted it a while ago. It's probably on mine. I don't know if uh, Twitter's going to let me pull it up because I can let me log in. So here we go. His his podcast on Spotify has been taken down as well, which is insane because I don't think it had anything to do with... Uh, oh, come on. Are you going to load or not? Twitter is so stupid. Let me see if I can pull it up again. I don't think show had anything to do with... Uh, there we go. With Russia Today. He says, a great deal of anti-war and leftist shows are currently being deleted by Spotify, including my personal podcast, Moment of Clarity. You can continue to get all of my stuff by signing up for my email list at LeeCamp.com and uh, RadIndieMedia.com. My question is, if that's just Lee Camp's personal podcast, which he also has on YouTube, Moment of Clarity, he's got 18,000 subscribers. Why did he get banned from Spotify? This is f- irrational he, fear porn. It's he was, the Russian fear. He was hired by RT? He's an American citizen. RT America. I mean, uh, yeah, technically RT. I guess he's paying his bills, but and that doesn't look, mean they're
3: telling him what to say. Look at
1: this. Rachel Blevins, who does not work for RT anymore because RT doesn't exist, is labeled Russian state-affiliated media on Twitter.
2: She's never going to be able to get rid of that. None of these people are.
1: <laughs> Yo, I man. hope they do. I mean, oh, this is something I want to talk this, about Magic
2: Nawaz with. How long after is... you commit
1: a crime or some sort of transgression do you have to bear the title of that? Just think about yeah. what this means moving forward, the hysteria. Well, when they are labeling people with as Russians, what happens
6: if this war escalates? You think internment camps are the question? You would be wrong. No, of course not. Especially if, as you said, food's going to get a lot more expensive and the establishment isn't going to say that it has anything to do with their irresponsibility in printing trillions of dollars and debasing our currency. It's because of what the Russians are doing in Ukraine. Blame them. It's their fault. And your Russian next door neighbor, if you happen to have one, is just as culpable as anybody else or, or more culpable than... uh Than we are, certainly. And so, no, it's it's not out of the question. When food gets expensive and you have to decide who gets it? then the prisoners are not the ones. Look, and I'll, Dude, the, I, I they're going to you know, scapegoat some. I'm not saying it's necessarily going to be the Russians, but they're going to scapegoat somebody for their irresponsibility. It's already started. Yeah. And
2: it's, it's clearly already started. They are being scapegoated. They're being scapegoated for the inflation. They're mm-hmm. and, and not just ever. Like, if you're from Russia, if you're from Belarus, right? And I've, I've talked to Belarusians, right? I've heard from Russians about this. I heard they, you're sleeping with a the Belarusian. Oh, yeah. For, <laughs> <laughs> That's one um, way to put it. Uh, they hate this. They hate this war, but you have to understand they are underneath their regimes, right? These are not democracies. You can't actually judge this the exact same way that you would somewhere else, right? Um, And I don't remember the United States... Getting completely canceled, every American canceled yeah. because of the Iraq war, the Iraq invasion, which was, by the way, yes, a unilateral invasion. Obviously that doesn't justify, uh, the aggression that Putin's doing right now. But at the same time, you have to look at this and say, look, these people are subjects of their regimes. They're subjects of authoritarian leaders like Lukashenko, like Putin. Mm-hmm. They don't have any way hmm. to effectively respond. Yeah, they can protest and then they all get arrested, just like up in, you know, Canada, um, you know, another bastion of democracy up there. Hmm. And so you're going to turn around and yet blame all of the people who just want to live their lives, who literally just want to live yeah. their lives and don't want to be involved in this. I don't think that our invasion of Iraq
3: and Libya our, our current inv- that we are doing right now. We're invading those countries today right now.
2: Uh, I don't think it justifies the invasion, but it, it definitely explains it. Well, it destroys our moral standing in the world. And so how can you turn around from a governmental perspective and. And say, well, we disagree with you doing that when you look at what the United States, by the way, yes, through NATO, has done throughout the years, right? And so when you look at Libya, when you look at Afghanistan, when you look at Iraq, you just go around, you could literally walk place to place to place. It's nothing but death and destruction other than, you know, the protection of some parts of Europe, which has been...
6: Why is someone yelling? Yeah, what's up, dude?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I watched. Uh,
1: oh, this is this is the live stream. Okay, this is. Uh, oh, that's the live stream. Oh no, 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 no that's, that's a, the, next yeah, the next video. Yeah, it's the next video. Yeah, Zapotitska.
3: <laughs> I watched a video on Uday Hussein last night because uh-huh. Rogan. I heard him mention he was talking to Majid Nawaz on his show about how horrible Saddam's kids were, mm. and I was like, oh yeah. So Uday Hussein. It looks like he was just like daddy's little boy who Saddam beat the hell out of growing up and then mm. da- daddy was like you can have anything you want son anything every video you find of Uday he's tripping his balls off it's like he just takes psychedelics it's like he's in a dude and he just beat the. Let's, he let's, would let's, let's, just abuse I mean the I human to talk atrocities about okay yeah this is a little off topic but right. America went in saying we got to stop human atrocity and Uday was putting people in like bleeding machines he was a psychopath mm. so but still, the invasion is completely irrational.
1: Let, let me let me pull up this tweet from Kyle Griffin. Kyle Griffin, of course, what is he a uh, uh, MSNBC producer? Yeah. Says the National Association of Broadcasters has issued a statement calling on broadcasters to stop carrying Russian-sponsored programming that's affiliated with the Russian government or its agents. And what are the responses? What or do you think it's, people are saying? Or,
4: what are it, who are
1: its no, agents? they're saying Fox is off the air. Does that oh. include Fox? Who? Yeah. No good for Fox. Right. So
2: who? Right. So who gets labeled a Russian agent now? Because I remember in. The Mueller investigation during all of Russiagate, everyone... Was labeled a Russian agent. Yeah. Everyone, yeah. That's so this agent. is
0: my prediction: they're going to start calling all Russians bad, and then they're going to start calling all Republicans Russians. Well, they've Russian been athletes. doing that right, for exactly. seven they're
1: years. Yeah. I think national. Right, you're seeing the social
4: culmination social. of that now. Right. Exactly. I think National Association of Broadcasters, the CEO of that, is still Biden's best friend, Chris Dodd. I'm pretty. Sh- I have to look at that. I think I thought Senator Dodd was the head of the NAB, which would be interesting. I mean, every every trade association has a former
6: senator.
2: Remember the Dodd sandwich. Well, remember the Dodd Kennedy the, sandwich. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that same yeah.
4: Christad. Okay, it's that, that
2: Christad. It, it's Good interesting
6: um, the way – I mean, we've said this before. The left constantly projects, and so that's part of why they're always accusing everyone else of being racist. They are extremely obsessed with race and ethnic identity. That's why they say things like, even if a person isn't white, when they're doing something that favors the system of the patriarchy, they are – acting as a white supremacist they're acting in the stead of whiteness and now with all of this going on of course it's all russians even ones who have absolutely nothing to do with the conflict even though most of them living in the country had absolutely no ability to make any decision whether or not ukraine was was going to be invaded yeah exactly they're they're all being slapped with this label in in the same way uh in the same way that you often see black political commentators who happen to be conservative labeled as white or white supremacists i agree with with uh lydia that we're going to see people being labeled as russian or russian adjacent yeah, uh I, I now now or at the very least that that's very and possible and you got to look
1: back at at history to see what will happen now that we can consider to be a rhyme history doesn't repeat mm-hmm. in rhymes so um what could happen now? Well, freezing of bank accounts, already seen it. Yep, yep. Suspension of uh, of uh accounts through through other uh like like Airbnb and things like that mm-hmm. other services, being totally removed from social media. They have put a label on Rachel Blevins. This is creepy stuff.
3: Maybe they'll change Russian, Russian-
1: state affiliated media. She doesn't work there anymore. Twitter should remove it immediately. Lee Camp having his personal podcast deleted. For simply having worked for RT in a separate capacity. It was Mm -hmm. completely deleted off, off Spotify. Mm -hmm. Spotify removed it. Does he have cop backups? Oh, it's on YouTube as well. YouTube hasn't taken it down. But this is, this is where it starts getting really creepy, uh, creepy where they're basically going to start labeling people as like lessers or, Mm -hmm. uh, um, it's like uh, the others. They're going to say, are you an other? Was that a Black Mirror episode? What was that movie or was that TV show? Do you remember? I don't know if you guys remember that one where people are like, are you an other? I it think movie, it was a I think I yeah, it was a movie. Where yeah, where some guy is like you know, here's on TV, a politician say
6: something about, I don't want to repeat it because mm. YouTube would get mad. I, I know what you're talking I think um, I think I passed it out of the room as you guys were watching this. Yeah. It wasn't Black Mirror, but it was a similar anthology series. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah, what was it? Creep Show maybe or something? I don't know. I don't know. But it's like the TV, on, a politician says something about like, all others are bad. Yeah, it's like yeah. some mm. new TV and show. And literally yeah, says it's very others, on the nose. Yeah. Channel Is it Channel uh, Zero maybe? I don't know. <laughs> I watch a bunch of these weird sci-fi things. And then he goes around and he's like, what was that the other day when they're talking about the others? And they're like, why do you care are you another mm-hmm. he goes no no i just saw that and like what is that about and they were like <laughs> you're not defending others are you and he was like no no i just don't understand and then eventually the more he started asking questions about why you're demonizing others they said you must be an other and he sees like a woman running on the street screaming help and they're just beating the crap out of her and he's like why are you doing that and they're like she's an other and he's like well stop hitting her And they're like you must be an other too yep. that's where we're going mm-hmm. russians they're going to ban you. They're going to shut you down. They're going to put a label on you.
4: Let me correct myself. Chris is Motion Picture Association. Ah. Oh. They're going to bad. make, Sorry, to make it clear. Sorry, they are, Senator They
1: are going to make you wear a tag on your social media profiles identifying you as Russian state-affiliated media. And
4: 30 years ago, Seinfeld did that skit with the AIDS ribbon. Who won't oh, wear the right. ribbon? <laughs> right? right. Hey, I marched. I marched. I don't want matter. to wear the ribbon. Yeah. Who? who does not want to wear uh, that's the ribbon where we are now that's where we are now uh,
2: so we were at the at the um, the state of the union and it's and by the way you know i look at that stuff and i saw there was like a, a photo op that they did with this like american ukrainian flag thing that i hate was put what up they did today to the flag. i hate that so you're defacing our flag that by the way that is a defacement that's yeah. actually the you have changed the face of the flag that's where the word defacement comes from mm-hmm. uh of the flag itself um, in order to do that so you're not actually going to do anything for the people of Ukraine. You you sold them all this, all these weapons and you provoked Russia. You talked about them joining NATO. So you lied to them about that and you sold them as false promise. Now that Russia is pissed off, they're attacking you. Hmm. Um, they've gone completely insane. So they're shelling cities at this point. They're using artillery on cities and Russia is not going to stop because this is what, how Russia fights. Um, and in the meanwhile, instead of, you know, actually helping the Ukrainian people that you promised, you're not going to do that, but you're going to hold photo ops and you're going to put on lapel pins and put up hashtags hold as up if that's sign. actually going to stop anyone or from the dying. The,
1: the, the show is Electric Dreams. Thank you for Waffle Sensei. Nice. For
5: yeah, there Electric Dreams.
1: Awesome show, by the way. Yeah. That episode, seriously, I talked about it before. You guys should watch. It's the last episode. It's an anthology series. I thought
6: it was absolutely fantastic. Uh, can like I ask
1: the otherization of people? Yeah, that's brilliant.
6: Yeah, really wow. Can I ask something here? Um, does Does Twitter do this with people who are affiliated with state media, generally speaking? Or are they only doing this to people affiliated with Russian state media? I think they British. do
4: it with Chinese state yeah, media. Do. Okay. But do they I do it with to the China? BBC
3: no. or the CBC?
6: What about
4: Indian state media? <laughs> that's a great
3: point. There's I a lot I of Indian state media. N-
1: NPR? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think, what does NPR get like? like <laughs> a microscopic yeah. fortune. Yeah, Al Jazeera. It's a small
2: percent. All of Al Jazeera yeah. is owned by the Qatari government. Yep. Yep. And so Al Jazeera the Emir of Qatar, yep. Al Jazeera, that's, AJ that's, Plus, all the rest well, of it. Well, you know,
1: you know what the amazing thing was about the demonization of Russia today, which always confused me, was that Al Jazeera Plus pushed the exact same opinions as RT for the most part. For the most part, yeah. And it was funded by, by the Qatari government, yet it was never demonized, and I was confused by this. It was clear the issue was the nation of Russia and not... The propaganda mm. of, you know, of, it's not the messaging of what they're doing. It's the fact that Russia owns it. So if if another channel is state-owned and does the, literally the same thing, promoting
6: the exact same things, who well, cares? I just find it very interesting that the elite and the ruling class have absolutely no problem with information being imported into our country. That's going to destabilize our unity as a country. It just bothers them. On the basis of who's doing it, mm. yo, they're so su- yeah, because they're the only ones see, who want to be able to, exactly, to do it. exactly, exactly. It's I wanna, useful to them. I want to see
1: Joe Biden come out and say, "President Zelensky, you have our support, but you must condemn the Azov Battalion. We will not tolerate neo-Nazism." I want to see him stand by his campaign message about white nationalism and white supremacy, and offer up his support to Zelensky and Ukraine,
6: but in but condemn the neo-Nazis of the Azov Battalion. Yeah, Tim, didn't you know that the entire reason Joe Biden decided to run for president was Charlottesville? That's yeah. right. He's literally he been, he been on the record that. saying that. That's the entire reason he decided to run for president. So why isn't he saying something about this? Yeah, Azov Battalion, so weird.
3: no joke, uh, Majid Nawaz on the show last night was really trying to hammer this one home. This is So what's happening is people from around the world are going to Ukraine to fight with the Azov and then they're getting radicalized. And then when this is done, what he sees happening or what he fears is that they're going to go back home newly radicalized and with all this military training now and then spread this
1: nazism around the world it's it's the mujahideen all over again it's it's going to be like the syrian rebels to isis you're going to have these people go there be radicalized fight for an ideology and then maintain that or you're going to empower people of radical ideology with military training and capabilities Mm -hmm. and we know where that goes but i tell you this man History rhymes. The U.S. continually does this, and it's almost like they like doing it. It's good for whatever it is. Or I I shouldn't even say the U.S., the West. Halliburton. Yeah, the the military-industrial complex for sure.
6: Well, and we know how it works. Anyone who can be even tangentially associated with the right is uh, a person who we can blame the entirety of the conservative movement for every single thing that they do so they're constantly conflating regular conservatives with the far right with nazis etc and so if there are these attacks if majid's prediction comes true and i think it's a very interesting and compelling one then what's going to happen is you will have neo-nazis engaging in violence more often because they'll have acquired combat experience and then what's going to happen is they're going to say look at the rise in far-right violence now we need to censor regular run of the conservatives because it was them who radicalized people by pushing them down these rabbit holes, which turned them into Nazis.
3: It's also an excuse to ramp up federal military police mm-hmm. when you have internal strife like Nazism on yeah, the streets. Yeah, absolutely. Do you
6: all know about the Office of
1: Censorship in the United States? The Office of Censorship was an emergency wartime agency, agency set up in the U.S. from December 19th, 1941 to aid in the censorship of all communications coming into and out of the United States, including its territories in the Philippines. The efforts of the Office of, office of cens- Censorship to balance the protection of sensitive war-related information with the constitutional freedoms of the press is considered largely successful. Largely
5: oh, successful. Oh, largely successful.
1: Oh, it was amazing. Oh, Thank yeah. you, Wikipedia, for telling
2: us about the successful Office of Censorship.
1: <laughs> Just Loose lips sink ships. Totally perfect. <laughs> the fact is, look at that. Thanks, Ike, the censors why would we not see the same thing in a World War III scenario? Or even, maybe I wouldn't even call it World War III. Maybe we enter into full-scale war with just Russia alone mm. and, and NATO. Why would we not see this same effort? Of course, well, we saw mo- this
6: effort with, with COVID. Exactly. I was just about to say, didn't we have the Biden administration pressuring social media yes. companies to remove information that they but consider I'm, to be misinformation? But I'm mm. saying escalated to the next degree. The FCC
4: yeah, yeah. commissioner nominee, uh, who, who who is up, I can't remember her name right now, uh, but they're trying to block it. This is exactly her position. We just saw.
2: We just went through two years of understanding what it was that the amount of people, the you know, the critical mass amount of people would go along with, and they ratcheted mm-hmm. things up, and they ratcheted things up in the name of crisis, in the name of yep. national emergency, and they just got had a huge system wide test of everything that that they could roll out without seeing any meaningful pushback whatsoever. And in Canada, they're about a year ahead of us. Mm.
6: And you know what? I'll add this, Tim. Maybe this is a little bit of a black pill here, but I don't think we'd have another office of censorship because we don't need one.
2: Yeah, we already
3: have Google. Exactly. They just flip a switch. Mm. You're done. Or Alphabet, rather. It's even more terrifying. They have
1: like 13 companies, which are like AI. We are
2: the Alphabet.
1: Alphabet is the name of the company. It's funny because we also have the alphabet agencies. Yeah. Yeah, right. It's I not a coincidence. It. Yeah. We'll they were probably have,
3: like, it's like, let's, we're kind of like one of those alphabet companies. And they're like, yeah, we are. Alphabet. We'll just call ourselves alphabet.
1: They were, you know, at some point, I wonder if Google was, you know, doing all this really great work and they were like, don't be evil, guys. And then some you know D, uh, some uh, bureaucratic administrative state walk guy walks in and says, "We're taking over." and the first thing we got to do is guys that 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 slogan, "Don't be evil. We're evil." Come on. <laughs> That's the new I, motto. I thought that they
3: were trying to get rid of a double negative. When you say "Don't be evil, you people hear evil, 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 and then they just start thinking it and be, but when you write it and you read it, it interacts with your brain differently than when you hear it.
1: No, Ian, they're just evil. It's just well that, that might be true too. I mean, there's different easy.
3: people that own the company now. Yeah, like people. Larry and Sergey were pretty cool, but man, did that thing get out of hand. Aren't they
1: still in Alphabet, though?
3: Partially. I just saw that uh, Sergey sold a bunch of stock last July,
1: I think. Maybe it was Larry. One of them sold, like, I don't know how many millions of dollars worth of stock. They want to control what you think. They need to rally people behind. This is why they got so triggered when I said I despise appeals to emotion, mm. because I'm directly calling out what is very obvious propaganda. Crying translators? Yep. Mm. No, 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 hold on there a minute, man. The job of a translator is to translate. Why would you hire someone or keep someone on the job if they're crying? You'd be, like, like I said before, you'd be like, oh no, he's crying. Let's get him into the break room and have some coffee and take a breath and get someone else in there who can do their job. You know, and, because it's manipulation. To
3: follow up with what you said, Seamus, like we don't really need an office of censorship. Mm-hmm. They closed the office of censorship in 1945 when the war ended, but basically then they started the liberal economic order within like eight months. And I think mm-hmm. they just winded in all that censorship ability into this new spy network of five eyes or, you know, the global yeah, military-industrial well, complex. Well, I mean,
6: it's interesting because... For a long time, you had, what was it, the, the three and then the five major networks that everyone got all of their information from. And that was wonderful for them because it was very easy to control what people were seeing and hearing. And then the internet popped up and now it seemed as if there was a threat. People could get their information from everywhere. But uh, fortunately for them and unfortunately for the us, a lot of that power has been consolidated and we're not quite back in the same position, but in some ways we're getting there. I'm, I'm optimistic on some level that we won't quite be able to get back to that but at the end of the day it doesn't really matter if people are too scared to speak the truth and most seem to be Yeah, self-censorship is as
3: effective as as you know forceful censorship in a way yeah well it's interesting
6: there have been studies which have suggested that people are better capable or would prefer to endure physical pain over social rejection Wow. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's psychological suffering. Well, Well, I know psychological suffering in general. And so if, if people, if people feel as if they are being rejected by the group or they fear being rejected by the group for stating something, they're, they're going to be very likely to keep quiet in the same way that they'd be likely to keep quiet if they thought someone would physically aggress upon them for speaking out.
2: So this is what the Stasi got into towards the, you know, everybody, you watch the lives of others. Um, one of the greatest movies on on communist surveillance systems and the programs that they had, people informing each other in East Germany. So that was the 1960s. By the 1970s, 1980s, the Stasi wasn't running these massive surveillance programs anymore, and they weren't running these massive incarceration programs the way they were do- uh, depicted in that film. What they ended up doing was they realized that if you were a dissident, if you were someone who was a troublemaker, they had a problem with you, uh, it's exactly what shame was just laying out. First thing they would do is start to ostracize you, and then they mm-hmm. would start to shame you. They would smear you in the media. They would drag your name through the mud. They would essentially blacklist yep. you, and they would make it so that the social sh- shame upon everyone else of even associating with you would be enough to destroy you. And it was actually much cheaper and far more effective than throwing you in prison and making a potential martyr of you.
1: How – I I I, I – I wonder about this like how is a show like this possible mm. in in these you know we're literally saying that
4: Partly I mean? cuz it's a yeah. group of us winging a prayer Hab- Haven't you yeah. <laughs> haven't you had the SWAT team come like 5 times? Yeah, I mean, I mean six. There, I mean so it, how is it possible? It is possible for now in, but in look look at months. the forces look at the forces trying to shut it down.
2: I still feel like we're in the prelude you know?
3: Yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with enough peep, a big group, a large enough group of people communicating these ideas makes it hard to stop the idea. If it's one person alone in their room on a
2: webcam, then you know, yeah. you get swatted. You know, and you that's why, and that's dog. why when I, I mean. see censorship, you know, I do speak out against it, even if it's someone I don't particularly agree with or don't particularly like or support, you know, the idea that one person or one entity just has this ability to to blanket wipe out all communications right that's actually a much bigger issue than some idiot on a podcast that i don't listen to
3: yeah the vulnerability of our system isn't talked about enough from comet strikes to floods to earthquakes to volcanic super eruptions to just a just a power outage from a solar flare or like a or like, uh, Well, you're
2: seeing these sto- – for example, you're seeing these stories that – so Google and Apple Pay have, are shut down in Russia. And so suddenly, because they went cashless, now people are saying – wait how do i get on the subway how do i pay for things in stores how do i do this and so we've outsourced all you know if you're signed up for all these things now you're outsourcing your very ability to function in society to silicon valley so that gives them that i mean this is we're talking about sovereign power that we can can artificial never go cashless
4: (laughs) we can never go cashless Mm -hmm. We can never go cash. I mean, that has to no. be within our, our DNA as as like a fight to the death. Mm-hmm. We can never I'll be a cashless society. Agree. So you think and we need a federal, I, some sort of federal power that de- gains that currency valuable? I think you need a physical, not necessarily cash, but I think we have to have a system that you can have a physical commodity that I can hide under my bed. Because mm-hmm. if, if Jack doesn't like me and he's able to call the guys who are on Apple Pay and say, shut down his account, if I can't go to the grocery store, if I can't buy things, if my credit, quote unquote, is stuck in my phone... And my phone is useless because Jack doesn't like me. Then, then I'm, I'm, I'm a powerless, I have no agency mm-hmm. left.
6: You're I lucky wanna, I like you. You're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I want to add a, a caveat to something I said earlier. I wanted to pull up information about what I referenced. Um, what, what I was referencing, it's not a study about social rejection versus physical pain. There's, there's two articles I'm looking at here. But basically the idea is that, um, they have shown that we process social pain in the same part of the brain that we process physical pain with wow. and um there's also a, a very interesting perspective from uh psychology and psychologists. I, I, I'm not sure if it's the consensus or not, but basically that emotional pain is in many ways worse than physical pain because it can be triggered by memories in a way that physical pain cannot. So for example, I can remember something from the past that hurt me or was difficult for me and uh the emotional trauma of that can sort of return. Whereas if I remember a physical injury, I'm not going to literally feel that physical pain in quite the same way. Wow. Yeah,
3: yeah emotional pain can make you like Adopt a posture which can then bring on a certain sort of tension, leading mm-hmm. to injury.
4: Unless you dream it, have you ever dreamed? Had a dream where you have physical pain and you wake up and like something hurts? I oh yeah, it's something all the time. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, all Interesting. the time. If you're ever um, a dream
3: and you want to
2: get out, close your eyes really tight till they hurt, and then when you open them, you'll be awake. Hmm. The pain. Getting wakes some. Up. So I, I found an account that has some. Backstory on how this nuclear power plant situation uh, started. So apparently they're saying that, and again, caveat, 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 right? Fog of war, fog of war, grand assault, blah 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 that they're saying that the Russians rolled up and demanded that the power plant surrender and that the defenders of the plant surrender. Um, they said, we have overwhelming force, you should surrender, you should stand down so that we can take over this plant and do so peacefully. The defenders refused, and that's when the firefight started.
5: Wow.
3: So
2: mm-hmm. those were Russian soldiers on the ground. You, so it was, Russia, add- it was Russian soldiers on the ground, and it looked like there were defenders. And if you look at that clip um, that a few people have have pulled out of that live stream, you, it looks like you can actually see tracer fire rounds being fired from the roof at the Russian artillery.
3: Wow. Okay. And then, so the, was there incoming artillery? Well, the artillery's on the ground. Right next to the, to the power plant? Yes. Oh, are they firing that artillery at the power plant across the street? Well, at the defenders. Wow. That close range. Yes. Wow. That's
5: insane. Yeah, that's
3: what you're seeing in, in the video. Okay. I yeah. thought stuff was coming from out. And then I thought I saw missiles flying outward from there, but that wasn't what I was. No, thinking. those are just shells. Okay.
5: Yeah, no. So we actually just watched a battle take place in real time. Yes, we did. That's yes. kind of amazing. Yes, we actually did. I remember a there modern was uh, siege even.
1: a couple modern um, feats of social media. The first was when the al Qassam brigades in Palestine were firing rockets into Israel. And the IDF and the al Qassam brigades were tweeting at each other in yeah. a flame war yeah. during a hot war. Literal flame and, and a lot of people were actually <laughs> laughing because it was like... You know, Al Qassam was like, we will wipe you out. And the IDF was like, try it. We'll stop you. And I'm like, they're tweeting at each other. But on? then there was, um, in the Middle East, we got, uh, a video, a GoPro attached to a, uh, to a tank to, um, uh, to a, to a tank. And, uh, the soldiers who were shooting back at it or being fired upon were also, they also had GoPros. And so the footage made it to the internet where researchers were able to find both perspectives and put it in a single video where you could see. Both sides of a conflict online. Wow. Crazy stuff. Yeah. Could you wow. hear
3: both the voices of the people from either side?
1: You couldn't hear anything from the tank because the camera's outside and the people are inside. But you could hear the people on their – Well, know, have Netflix.
2: you seen the, the Chechens and the Azov leaders are now sending – are cutting videos about each other, about talking about essentially how – they're gearing up for this massive fight in Mariupol. Wow! And so that, those are your kind of your considered your most brutal fighters on either side. I mean, and for Azov, I mean, you can find very quickly uh, videos of Azov committing beheadings, committing crucifixions of ethnic Russians, uh, Chechens. I think goes without saying, um, extremely, extremely brutal. Or if you know anything about the Battle of Grozny or the Chechen Wars, and so uh, the, the leaders of Karabakh, who is the leader of the Chechens, is now coming in. So he's pro-Putin fighting for the Russians going in specifically targeting that Azov battalion. And the last, me- some of the messages I was getting uh, from a contact that I have that's uh, active duty right now was that they were, you know, possibly trying to get Azov to at least surrender. And they were saying, Hey, if you, le- we just want the city. We don't need, we don't need to kill all of you. Just leave and we'll let you go out to the West. Well, you can go to Lviv. We won't even. You know we will let you surrender and just just evacuate. And of course, Azov is saying no.
3: We saw video Azov uh, member of the battalion dipping bullets in p- pigs lard, right? Yeah. And then saying we're going to get because a lot of Chechens right. are Muslim, and uh, it, that's also very concerning because it brings well, Habib, F- Habib. religion into it. Which
2: from UFC, the,
3: mm. Habib, the, the oh, yeah. greatest. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. like he's a governor, isn't he? A, a mayor or something? No, I'm thinking of a. Are I mean, thinking a, of the
1: two brothers? Right? Yeah, there's an MMA Ukrainian. fighter
3: that's like a, a, a mayor of a
2: city in Russia right now.
1: Russia? Are you, Klitschko? Are, Klitschko? That's, that's, that's Ukraine. That's, Ukraine. Oh, it's Ukraine. No, yeah. that's Ukrainian. No, that's, no, that's,
2: yeah, that's, and they're boxers. They're, that's yeah. completely, oh, yeah. Well, I got it a, a third right. Thanks. <laughs> no, no, they're you not Fighters you, of uh, some sort, and they're somewhere there. Uh, I remember there. him being a, you, you should one, write speeches monster. for Joe Biden. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Joe.
1: <laughs> These are the facts. Yeah. Yeah. Jamie, look at The brave
2: Iranian people. Yeah. That was hilarious. The Iranian people. The Iranian people. Still ringing them.
3: By the way, I noticed you guys mentioned, called it a, uh, uh, State of the Union. I can't in good faith. It's a campaign speech. The end, he did you. say the state of the union true. was strong yeah. and it's strong because the people are strong
2: strong Technically damn. you could argue it
3: was a state of the union
2: cuz at you the very end nobody's actually nobody's even questioning why Putin is doing this now have you noticed that, yeah, that, that yeah, everyone yeah, kind of yeah, gets yeah, it it's so that so true. that <laughs> narrative isn't even the narrative is okay you you can ask why is he doing this right and I think there's a lot of clearly a huge debate on that and he's mm. not been very clear about it in in some ways you know he has a stated purposes but we think there's probably some more than that but nobody's asking why now everybody kind of gets it yeah this this is the time well he actually
6: so what happened was biden pulled him aside and really intimidated him uh and made it very clear that there would re- be repercussions if he tried to uh take the hearts and minds of the iranian people and so <laughs> yeah. Putin said all right i won't did he whispered here he whisper but, uh, in <laughs> I I, uh, I, I want to mention this too, uh, Ian, um, your point about it being more of like a, a campaign speech, I completely agree, which is why we, we just released a cartoon about this today Ooh. for, for Freedom Tunes, if you guys want to check that out just want to plug that because mm-hmm. that's um very much along those lines when he said he was yeah. going to
3: help cure what did he say he was gonna cure he's, cancer? Gonna, he's gonna he said cu- we're
6: yeah. going to end cancer as we know it Thank what God, are finally. you talking about no no, no 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 as we know it yeah, yeah what is that? Gonna, oh, we're, we're going to change it. definitions
1: yeah. oh, okay. he's going to do gain-of-function research huh? that's really retconning cancer. Yeah. he's just going to change the definition of the word on, man. <laughs> he's like so i fulfilled my promise called up miriam webster and said you know Put another word in there and not different as we know it. Different word. No, different man. word. Yeah. You're going to get a cure caker, man. He was talking about astrology cancer. Yeah. Yeah. He was talking about these people. Oh, man, I just can't stand the cancer. Yeah. I think so, I, When I think people song. who hate Trump and there's,
4: there's people who dislike him, I think when they would hear Trump tell a story, I can imagine what their reaction was. Like this guy he's so full of himself. He's such an idiot, blah, blah, blah. When Biden told that story, I looked at Putin and I said, I don't think you have a soul. And he looked at me and said... (laughs) We understand each other. Did anyone believe that <laughs> no, that actually happened? That never happened. Right, Who's saying it. So, it. so Trump like, tells oh, a man. story and they're over the top and they're <laughs> silly. Biden tells a story and even his supporters are like, yeah dude, that didn't that happen. Putin That's, was
5: a no. bad dude. Putin was asked about <laughs> that. I say, hey Esther, I say, hey Putin, get <laughs> <laughs> off the diving board or I'll come
3: and drag it. you off. In an NBC, NBC interview with Putin, they asked him about that and he was like, I don't, I don't remember. It was a diplomacy thing. So he insulted me like that. I don't know why he did that
1: just like a weird thing to Joe say it's like vladimir putin was banging the razor blade on the curb get, <laughs> get it, it rusty. rusty put it in a barrel. <laughs> banging <laughs> his nuclear weapon on the curb <laughs> get it rusty put, put it
2: in it a barrel I well
4: g- also like call the them v- esther williams
2: or
6: <laughs> something <laughs> I, don't know right? I said you get, get off the the pa- drag love. Yeah. i just i i find it hilarious that with trump trump is like if you touch the ukraine i will nuke moscow like a very real concrete mm-hmm. threat and biden's like you don't have a soul, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Putin's like, okay, what does this uh, What does Biden thinks I have, well, it, what, so thinks I have that, no soul. It, well, let's, uh, let's take Ukraine now. Okay? Putin's like, Putin. oh, no, Joe
4: Biden will not yes. like me if no, I no, do no. this? Putin's <laughs> like, I've never had a soul. I'm <laughs> no, glad no. you recognize Putin, that. Putin,
1: Putin see, like Biden says that, you ain't got a soul, man. Then he walks away and Putin, confused, looks over to like Sergei Lavrov and says, he says, I have no soul. And he goes, yes let's take Ukraine no exactly
6: but do you you like what an unbelievably insane thing for him to ever even if he did say that do you think that um, do you think that somebody on the international stage wants their enemy to think they have a soul do you want to be seen as a bleeding heart type no, no,
3: I mean well, Biden does. No,
6: yeah, exactly. It's just so ridiculous. Is if Putin like, oh, this is so bad for public relations. People will think I am not nice guy. Yeah, this, would, this would make a a
1: good like. Which actually would comic. be
2: the down, downfall of Putin inside if, Russia. If this, people this, didn't
1: this, think he was a nice guy, this would make a yes, good four he was a nice guy, a good no, four exactly. panel comic would be like. Trump saying, I'll nuke Moscow, and Putin looking to Lavrov and being like, let's hold back for a minute. <laughs> then Biden saying, you have no soul, and he'll
6: be like, okay, we're good. No, yeah. so it's like, like Trump gives a direct threat of violence, and Biden's like, you're mean, man.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Don't attack me in my vulnerable spots, <laughs> which are here, here, and here. Yeah,
6: exactly. <laughs> He's like,
3: hey,
1: man, it'd be really mean if you did, did Biden actually did that.
5: Yeah, he totally He's did. like,
1: you ain't got a soul, man, so I'm going to show you a list of all the places <laughs> you better not attack. There you go. Uh, just That one's most important. I trust so. you. <laughs> Oh, That's crazy
5: man. You know, it's
2: it's a fundamental risk misreading of this, you know, and you can dig into some of the philosophical aspects of this where, you know, when you look at the United States in in many ways at least in terms of how our regime is positioned, you know, we are it's it's Athens and Sparta, right? So we are the sea power, you know, we want commerce, we want trade, we want these sort of globalized rules. We want to be able to do business with the rest of the world whereas Russia Predominantly is a land power. They are a land-based power. We were just talking earlier about how they have so many issues for them to be able to uh, get to see. So they have that, that mindset of strength over everything, um, power over everything, might makes right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does have a deeper sense of cultural traditionalism, whereas in the U.S., it is this more, you know, sort of, progress, you know, small P, progressivism of this enlightened, oh, we can always be better, we mm-hmm. can rise above, right? These are two very, these are two ideas that are in not only philosophical contention, but spiritual contention as mm. well. And I think if we fail to understand that, we are completely misreading the situation. Not only – and Bill Rogio had a great article about how we completely misread Russia's strategy in the war. I think that's obvious but at this point, right? Russia isn't losing just because they didn't take Kiev in the first 24 hours. But I think we completely misread the way Russian leaders are even – just even the way that they think. So if you can't understand how or appreciate how your adversary thinks, how can you ever attempt – to get ahead of their decision cycle, get inside their OODA loops, or even predict their future moves. It's I, so I,
6: true. Lawrence yeah. Southern made a great point about this yesterday when referring to China or two days ago. We have no idea how the Chinese think, but they know exactly how we think of because course. they go to the UN and say the United States of America is racist and they don't care about black lives. I would advise we know reading. China doesn't care about minorities. China, uh, in order to sell the, the new Star Wars film in China, they had to reduce the size of a black actor on the poster they don't don't care
3: yeah yeah. i I get messages from time to time from chinese citizens that are like uh ccp is not china and so if you really want to understand chinese Mm. read the romance of the three kingdoms or watch the movie and then read the book
4: yeah but i think i think i know what you're saying and i agree with you a hundred percent but i would go even a little further in in right now in america it is not just like we have a small p progressivism it was not long ago that the American flag on a Nike sneaker caused uproars. Yeah, right. So not only do we not have we have a progressivism, we are intentionally led by this administration, quite frankly, or the progressive left. We are intentionally destroying the pillars of our foundation. Yeah, and the smallest things. And we've talked a lot about this on the show. The smallest things that unify us, like the, like the national anthem well, you should be able to protest that. And this little moment, well, that should be up for debate. And the, the, the George Washington, maybe we should change the name of the school. So I think if you're Putin... And, and this is not, uh, you know, shilling for him at all. Don't get me wrong. But if you are him and his administration and, and Russian power and you look at the West and say, they don't even respect their George Washington. Right. Why, why, why are we afraid of these people? Right. Like, they're, they're, we changed the name of, of, of Abraham Lincoln school in California. Do you think, but do you think
6: so, maybe it's possible that Xi Jinping feels threatened by how introspective we are? No doubt. And how well, diverse no. our army is. Yeah, that was yeah. it. Wait, wait till he sees our diversity. Well, it is exactly. Yeah. Oh, well, we got a well, is, about that all of quiet.
4: our soldiers are doing TikTok videos where <laughs> That's they're all, why all Russia the invaded.
1: Russia yeah. saw yes. the threat of the West. Diversity trainings. And he was sweating bullets and he was like, we have to invade now before it's too now. late. Yeah. 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 Once they all, once they all learn about diversity, inclusivity and equity, we're done. Now yeah. what
2: you're seeing is, so we've, we've become quite decadent in, in this sort of 30 years since the fall of the Soviet Union, this idea of Fukuyama's, you know, end of history and everyone's going to adopt. So instead of thinking that our values were Western or that they were derived from the Bible, um, that they're, you know, Greco-Roman legal practice, European law, etc. principles, enlightenment, what, you, all of that. No, no, no. We decided that these were universal principles and that we could go on these nation building projects around the world and that we could impose our way of thinking on everyone because our way of thinking was natural and we don't even need all this history as you're describing mm. to back it up that we've, you know, that we've advanced from or that we've developed from. No, 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 no. These are just the universe of values and our job now is to proselytize the world and evangelicize them to our way of thinking. So the first place, of course, that we're going to try that is Afghanistan, mm. right? Because you know we're going to turn you know Kandahar into California, and we never once sat back and thought, you know, maybe the rest of the world doesn't want those things, and maybe they don't yeah. think that way. And so that's why you're seeing now, instead of actually focusing on the things that would make our country strong, like energy, strong currency, we do need a strong US dollar, by the way. If the US dollar falls off its perch, that's really going to be bad for a lot of Americans, because I think that a lot of the people out there that are living paycheck to paycheck, that don't have a lot of savings, you know, you always see those studies out there, and I'm sure it's much worse now about how many people have less than, you know, $5,000, $2,000 in their checking accounts. Um, what happens to them when that checking account becomes you, Completely worthless Mm. overnight because the US dollar loses its world reserve status. They'll print like another
3: 8 trillion and try and just give everyone 4 grand to get them flow for two more months.
2: So you're seeing, you're seeing now a complete reworking of the world order and that's why even as horrific as these scenes are that are coming out of Ukraine, um, the long term mm. implications of this might actually be worse. Yeah. Because unipolarity is gone, the international rules-based order is gone, multipolarity is returning. That's gonna be a huge problem for us because remember, even you know, we talk about the SWIFT system, okay, let's, you know, pull the nuclear plan and, and kick Russia off the SWIFT system. Well the SWIFT system only works because it's backed by the US dollar. If
6: Russia's already planning to get off the dollar, then they don't need it. Yeah. yeah, well, isn't it interesting? Oh, no, no, please. You go. No, no, no. Well, it's interesting how we like to play philanthropist and act like we are exporting Western values around the world and helping people live better lives because we care about the, the downtrodden one. In many circumstances, it's either militaristic intervention or economic bullying to force our way of life onto other people, even in countries where they're not ready for it or ready for it is the wrong term because some of the things that we try to import into these countries aren't things people should ever be ready for. Uh, I find it fascinating and i don't think it's a coincidence that the intellectual founders of neoconservatism were former marxists and look at the neoconservative mission look at what we tried to do in afghanistan Mm oh, we're going to completely and fundamentally restructure a culture at the barrel of a gun. And this country, this entire nation with a history that we don't even care to understand is going to bow before the order we have determined is the culmination of history, which is how they conceptualize democracy now instead of Marxism as neoconservatives, because we ordered them to at the barrel of a gun and were able to restructure their thinking.
3: It's crazy, dude. I watched I don't even want to get – I was looking at a picture of the bath party. Saddam it didn't Hussein work, by and the way. Bath party and and mm-hmm. you just see these young frat boys. I, I, it's too long of a conversation to go into yeah. now. I, check it out, though. Saddam Hussein bath party image, and you see Saddam as a young, rambunctious youth.
4: That guy was a nut. Well, the thing that I find bizarre about this whole conversation uh, from the 30,000-foot level, especially are we invading? Do we not invade? What is the role of NATO, et cetera, et cetera? It was not very long ago that, like, a million and a half Hutus and Tutsis in Rwanda slaughtered each other with yeah. a machete, and the West just sat there and watched it and said, "Wow, that's bad." I mean, like, literally over a million five hundred thousand, and the majority of them were hacked to death, and we just sat there and were like, "With Chinese machetes, that's it, that's it, bad." But there was so I don't, I, I don't understand uh, should Should we intervene when there is evil happening? As a philosophy, I understand that position. But but we're ready to jump into the Ukraine, but no one wanted to go to Rwanda. So what's the difference? I don't we're
1: we're going to go to Super Chats. If you haven't already, smash that like button. Nuke the like button. Subscribe to the channel. Share the show if you really like it. And head over to TimCast.com. Become a member because we're going to have a members-only segment up around 11 or so p.m. where we go into more details on conflict, crisis, and other stories. So you, this is where we're going to be a bit more crass. And uh, uh, it's the uncensored show. let's read some of these super chats we have this from scarlet jonancy uh scarlet uh, wait what am i no scarlet jonancy okay tim what advice do you have for me i want to go undercover and report on the ground i know it's dangerous what should i bring with me i have no advice for you other than don't go yeah don't do that yeah don't um in order to to enter conflict zones of this degree you need a lot more experience so um
2: have you seen the reddit threads by the way
1: of people like, I'm going.
2: There, there's a whole red subreddit of, vol- of, I think it's Ukraine volunteers or something. Mm-hmm. People. One guy was like, and I'm, I'm sure there's trolls in there, of course. Yeah. But one guy was like, hey, are you allowed to bring weed into Ukraine? Because I have this bong that I got, but I don't want to break it. It's and got residues. in it. These stories.
5: Maybe of- those people should go. What about Frank ba- Basically like this.
2: If if you have to ask a question on the internet to somebody else about whether or not i should go <laughs> don't go or join yeah. the military don't You're go questioning should, joining the mil- go. i don't know from your advice if someone's questioning go, joining go the military, help refugees if you want to go and do something good yeah, right go now poland. and you don't have that training go to poland right now help out with the refugees uh send money to the
1: charities that are then the ngos that are trying to be there there's a lot of people
4: that or, need help or right join right now. frank let let me, focus groups let
1: me yes, just point frank out Frank's um you know Scarlet joe says go undercover the uh uh that sounds like a death plan please
2: don't try to go undercover yeah because you, no just do not do that. yeah
1: undercover is if if you are not easily identifiable
2: you look like an enemy combatant yeah
1: or you're or a, a spy risk, period a spy or a risk especially someone not from ukraine yeah. if you're walking around the they, they need only do one thing a guy in a military suit will shout out a sentence in russian or ukrainian and when you go uh spy that's it right there so I had this happen when I was in Ukraine. Oh, I love this, too. The Young Turks were, like, smack-talking me because they just love talking about me. You and live rent-free up there, buddy. I, I, I mean, with real estate prices right now, you can't beat that. I appreciate that. the PR they give me, but... <laughs> I love the commenters What do you mean like, Pierre,
6: their channels so much I mean how many 50, 000, views 50,000 50, views Trillions Okay that's what they're doing hey, put they're my doing name
1: ben ben in ben ben people's ben. minds And people were uh commenting like I'd love to see what Tim would do If he was in Ukraine I was like I was there When this was starting in 2014 When they were ousting Yanukovych Were you there people, as it happened I was not there as they ousted Yanukovych. I had left just before that. Wow. But I was there as they were building the barricades and the, the Soviet – there's a Soviet general who came in and like he was in a tent. It was cool to talk to the guy. I didn't speak uh, Ukrainian or Russian, but we had a translator. And simply walking in, I got surrounded by a bunch of Ukrainians yelling at me and, my, and my, the guys working with me. And I was just like, American journalist. And then someone came and intervened and started speaking to them in Ukrainian. And then they made the way and let us in. Oh yeah, they I liked. Mean, it, is, like, what, is, what is under what, what, yeah. Show us uh, no, no, no. what is under, uh-huh. under- Understand this. The the Maidan protest, they called it Euro Maidan. They were very pro-West. So when they heard American journalist was there, they were like, this is yeah. what we need to get support from the West. Yeah. We need Americans here. Propaganda. And so they were like, oh, 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 this is exciting. But it was ridiculously dangerous. There was sniper fire. People were getting shot. Not that I was not there for that. I had, I had left. I had come back and I was fortunately not there when it got really bad with the Molotovs. But I, I got to, I got to go and, and witness the, uh, the, the, collapsed Lenin statue. People had like taken fragments of the statue. They took his head and his wow. hand.
7: Wow. People, is...
1: I, I, got to go into a Ukrainian government building that had been totally seized and occupied and ransacked. So that was,
2: in, that was, by the way, the, the, Several the, the, of them, the, the only, the only coup that was worse than that, of course, was January 6th.
1: Yes, but but I want to stress, Okay, in history, the coup were like, I want to to stress this point. Yes, that one. By the time I had left and I had had devolved into like full scale urban conflict, I was not there. Why? I am not going to I I am not a war reporter. I do civil and urban conflict, which means up until that point, I was like, that's my limit. I've been on the ground in numerous countries. I rode in the back of this truck in Thailand during the yellow shirt, you know, red shirt, pro- the monarchists and, and parliamentarian protests. And there were blood stains on the ground because someone in a motorcycle drove by and threw a grenade into it. We got in it after they scrubbed it clean, and then we rode down the street wearing body armor and helmets like, these are the vehicles that get attacked. That was the extent to my mm. capabilities in a conflict zone. When it comes to what's happening now in Ukraine, I don't have the experience, the skill, nor the courage to be in a firefight.
2: Which, and by the way, if, if you're thinking... I mean, I shouldn't even say this, but if you're thinking I'm going to go by myself, right? Right? You're already wrong. yeah. Just Ann Hall, you're already wrong, right? You are not going to be going. You're and not only that, by the way, you're not going to be a help to yourself or others. You're going to be a detriment to others. You're going to be a detriment to people you're trying to help. You're going to be a hindrance, and you are going to get probably yourself killed and a lot of other people killed if they're trying to save you.
1: No, know your limits, man. There are so, limits. So humility. You know, so look, my, my my. And by the
2: way, I, and I'm just going to say this. I'm I'm that. Telling people to go and throw Molotov cocktails and run up yeah. in civilian clothes against a professional military with, with a mechanized armored vehicles with 14 millimeter, 30 millimeter cannons, right? We've, you've seen the videos, right? Yeah, I'm sure we've crazy, all seen yeah. the videos now where the, the entire tree, people tried to hide behind trees because yeah. they thought this was like a Marvel movie or something and that the trees would protect you from cannon fire. No. It's not going to work. Everyone was killed, right? Just understand where you are. There's a are they using reason depleted why depleted uranium rounds, you, are. Do you
5: know? There,
1: I don't know about that, but there, there's, a, there's a reason walls. why I stayed only in Ukraine for so long before leaving. There's a reason why I can I can do uh, what people some people would criticize as parachute journalism to an extent when it came to the high like high-level warfare. The journalists that go in after me speak five languages. Yeah. They're fluent in Russian, they're fluent in Polish, they're fluent in Ukrainian and Several other, you know, romance languages as well. So they go on the ground and they can communicate with anyone who approaches them. And, and they probably that have a network. Them alive. They probably already have a network
4: yep. established, right? I mean, they, they had plans for this and they have safe houses. These and, are these are people. Yeah. So
1: the, the journalists that, you know, eventually, that they go in, that I remain in communication with as I leave, these are people who have already lived in the region. Mm-hmm. They've lived there for two or three years or they're from there. The, 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 like when you see a reporter on the ground, there are corporate, I don't like these these kinds of journalists that have like big security crews. Right. They go into secured zones and then just talk to the camera. It's fine, okay. That's not what I'm referring to, but actual war correspondence when when I went to Thailand, I was sent with a guy who lived in Thailand for five years and who spoke Thai. Mm. They were like, it's you know, we're in this 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 lull period where we can have you go in and produce an English-speaking like experience of what's going on. If it gets too hot, you come back out. We keep our crews on the ground who are war correspondents trained with, with with high-powered rifles, with body armor, military tactics. A lot of the journalists that go on the ground in these situations are former military as well. People need to understand that it's not these these people on Reddit who are like, we're going. It's like that. You know, man. I don't, after
3: Vietnam, mm. uh, has there been any legit war correspondence from the United States press corps? Like – you put the body cameras on troops, and you want to show the reality of what they're going through. I mean, you had, like, pe- you had people in, in,
2: in, in uh, the Iraq War, in Syria, in I Afghanistan. Afghanistan. The first, you certainly had I remember people. they were just riding on My, tanks Michael Hastings. Michael Hastings.
1: Let's read some more Super Chats, though. We've got uh, MJ says, I work in nuclear. As long as they don't hit the reactor uh, building, coolant supply pumps, or the off-site power lines, they will be able to stabilize the reactors with no risk of meltdown. Well, there you go. We got... Let's see, it says, Dan Brockman says, Tim, the Kalishnikov ammo in that pig lard video is far more likely, uh, it's far more likely it's 5, uh, 5.45 by 39, not 762 by 39. Study the AK-74, you silly man. Love y'all. Oh, I stand corrected. Did you see, you, you see the video? Yeah. Did, did you do you see what kind of ammo I they can't believe were? You in? spread that fake I gotta, news. I got to be honest. I didn't, was, I didn't look. All I saw was what it looked like, and I assumed it was 7.62. Misinformation. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that, I, that is be the better.
2: predominant round that you're going to see in this. In this 7.62, 7, 7, 30. 7.62 with AKs, yeah. Yeah.
1: Right. That's what I thought. I thought yeah. they were using AKs, but some he's at AK74, so that uses the smaller round. Uh, uh some variants of it do. Yeah, man. So it's funny when I show people bullets. I love showing people bullets. Because you ask them which one's the weapon of war, and yeah. I'll show like, I'll show a polymer tip 450 Bushmaster, which is huge, and then I'll show like a 9mm Luger or something, and then they're just like, oh, and they point to the big one every time. But sometimes some people are like, you're tricking me, it must be the small mm-hmm. one. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, you know why? You can carry more of them. Right. Like hunters go out with like three, you know, three rounds of 450. What if
4: the deer is wearing Kevlar? He <laughs> yeah. said again!
6: Oh man. Wait, who said that? Biden. Biden. Oh, Biden good for him. That's union. brilliant. Yeah. Well yes. then I'll call Jim Eagle and, uh, <laughs> we'll go to the field of dreams and get $130 yeah. from Pat. But don't forget,
2: uh, Binger. Expo- explosive tips. Yeah. Holla points for hunting.
1: Yeah. Alright. Let's grab uh, super chat here. My, my contacts are getting all dry. It's gonna hard, hard, hard for me to read. Come on, man. Clayton Johnston says, as someone who has worked a few outage, out, uh, outages, outages at new plants, the transmission substation would be a main and, and likely the primary target in a power plant unless they are attempting to cause a meltdown. Bad idea to fight there. Unless they want to. Yeah. <clears throat> GBP says, if the narrative that Putin wants the USSR back is true, it wouldn't make sense for him to attack the most valuable and volatile infrastructure, ruin the land, and then cause yourself further problems. That's true, too. And that's why... um if you could win a war without firing a shot, propaganda and influence, you would. Mm-hmm. So, I'll, I'll, you know, you know, my view on this is, the West and Russia are already at war. Mm. They're just the West is playing a, a propaganda influence war, and Russia's in a third generational hot conflict. So, Russia clearly was losing; they knew it. They mm. said time for bolts. The West is like, we're we're not going to go and fight. But they use every manipulative cyber tactic in the book to try and win. And what it, what happens? The children of Russian politicians and oligarchs are begging for the war to end.
2: When you also see that, that the that's, U.S. That's victory, the mm. U.S. is providing, and I, I don't think this comes as a surprise. But you know, I think it's been publicly acknowledged now. I saw Zero Hedge the article that the U.S. is providing real time intelligence to Kiev. Wait, you said oh, that here we go. these
3: children want the war to end. These are the these are the hot the models children, of Instagram The so children call, of government officials oh, in Russia. That part I had missed earlier. Okay, yeah. I didn't know they were calling for it to end.
1: Mm. That's Yeah, they were they were saying we don't support this. We don't we don't want war, no war, all that stuff. Jack
4: pronounced oh, it when, Kiev. I thought it was Kiev.
1: What, what it Kyiv- got changed. It song. used to be K I E V, now it's
3: K I Y V or K Y I V. I've only known it as
1: uh K Y I V, but that's because it's Ukrainian like Ukrainian spelling.
3: Yeah, yeah, it used to be K the Russian is K I E V.
2: Kievan Rus.
1: So it used to be, people used to say well, the it's, it's Ukraine. Well, it's neither
2: because it's Cyrillic.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's true. People used to say the Ukraine, but, um, mm-hmm. it's just Ukraine. No, it's Ukraine. Which means the yeah. borderland.
2: Yeah,
6: I catch myself that, saying really the Ukraine old. a lot, and I'm wondering I where see. I got that. Well,
2: Ucrania, so, so the root of that is granitsa, which means, which means border. Yeah. So Ukrania is at the border. Yeah. Literally, so, we're, or, you know, interpreted would be the borderland. So if you're speaking
1: in Ukrainian or or Russian or Polish, you're saying the borderlands. But go to Ukraine and say the Ukraine and see their reaction. Yeah, but they white me, eyes. no, they just correct you because it's like, no, we're not the, we're just Ukraine, it's mm-hmm. a country. Say Ukraine did this. Ukraine, not the Ukraine did this. It's like the
4: Netherlands or the Hague. There's a couple of thes. Right. So the Bronx, the United States.
1: It would it, yeah. So it's like the, these the, United States. The United there's English. Kingdom. I don't think there's but any not the England. I
4: don't think
2: there was any the um, you know, any negative connotation by calling it the ukraine it was just sort of it's racist it's 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 just the the idea was they're all the same race what i was was told by people is that that. but i I am slavic so i can say
5: it listen and learn learn. it's racist what i was
1: told by people in ukraine was that by calling it the ukraine you are saying the people who live on the border as opposed to their national identity of Mm. ukrainians so saying ukraine does this you're saying their name is a proper noun as a people when you're saying, when you, you're basically like saying like the hill people when you say like the Ukraine, you know what I mean? Like, oh, the, the, the people in the outskirts. So it's not a national identity. So they were like, hmm. oh, a, that's what I was told. I'm All right. Sure. This is a good one. We got OMG Puppy says, Canadian journalist last night was interviewing an Azov guy in Kiev. He dropped the N word at one point and they freaked out, afraid for their live stream. As they should be. That's hate speech. It's
2: mm. worth that's getting right. a hold of that video.
1: So who who is a Canadian journalist? I was saw I saw
2: somebody it. and I'll you know grain of salt, but I saw somebody saying because I, I looked for it and I couldn't find it, but somebody was even saying that the Azov you could find like on eBay and Amazon like Azov shirts and yeah, stuff.
5: Yeah, I saw somebody tweet that. I don't but think people I
2: saw realize the, it's a neo-Nazi. group. I saw the tweet, but then I went and checked it and I couldn't find it myself.
1: How many people you think understand
2: it's a neo-Nazi group? Well, I think a lot of people do know,
1: yeah. but 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 I think it's important to say that there. It's like uh Lauren said there's components of it that are Nazis. Is it more co- is it more correct to say that to say it that way? Like some people have super chatted saying saying the Azov Battalion is a Nazi group is missing the nuance of components of the Azov Battalion are Nazis. Well you know there's I mean? there's
2: many battalions as well. Right. And but, so and there's there's, there's one overall, you know, oligarch, Ihor Kolomoysky, who's funded them and funded a lot of politicians in Ukraine uh as well as media outlets. And that's really been bankrolling a lot of this stuff. So, yeah, I mean, again, you know, to say Russia is controlled by the oligarchs, it is, and then Putin on top
1: of that. But Ukraine has just as many oligarchs as Russia does, Uh, you know, proportionally. Justin Wooten says, are you suggesting anchor kittens is the funniest thing I've ever heard. Let Poso roll the hundred-sided die. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. There let's do go. it. Here we go. we
2: go. Rolling it up. Oh, should I do this on camera so people it's can gonna see It's going to roll very
1: far, though. It's yeah, like a ball. basically. All right. So yeah, yeah. let <laughs> me there it goes. That's a big that roll.
2: Loud? Ian.
7: Rolling. Rolling. No oh, snap.
2: Lydia, keep him honest. Keep him honest. What do we got? Oh, it's turning around. It's turning. Oh it's coming God. back to me whoa oh boy that was a powerful roll that was a micro over 40 he rolled a 44 44 we have a 22 a 55 and 99 so 44 and a, in china that would be because the word four is associated with death so that's double death
4: oh does that sorry. mean life but in clue i could get to like literally the the library from the ballroom with a 44 yeah, and if you oh, draw yeah. a four oh, yeah. and sorry you get to go back right
2: out of the gate that would be so double death yeah love the
1: four Right, a stable number. That's four. why they make tables with four legs. Hey, Connect Four.
2: Correct.
1: Anthony Austin says, Tim, civil defense should be reactivated in bunkers built for the public. You know, when you walk around New York, you see a lot of those signs, Fallout Shelter. I wonder if, like, I don't know anybody who has any idea how to use those or what you do in the event of an actual nuke, Right.
2: It's like I—it's like I was saying before. We—we've forgotten sort of all the rules, all the you know the where's the manual for Cold War? Mm, can we yeah. can can somebody dust it off and can we go back to read that? There was like a, a wives tale that we had a secret sealed off swimming pool underground bomb shelter at our high school, no one ever found.
3: I yeah. Did you guys have one too? Actually,
2: so when I, in my grade school outside Philadelphia, we actually had, we had a straight up bunker. I remember going into it. I remember it having like the radiation logo on it. It had the door. I remember in, I remember doing at least one desk drill. And I remember even then thinking like, I don't know how this stops a missile, but okay you know i guess the idea is if it hits the school it stops the rubble or if the
4: windows get blown
2: out you don't take it in the face right right so you know shrapnel and But then like in
4: that. the 80s if you were in a which i am if the propaganda in the 80s that this was all Reagan's fault he was going to do this all the little kids please wow. ronald reagan
1: stop us stop the war Let's read some more we got gbp says world economic forum wants us on crypto look up the world economic forum strategic intelligence web with blockchain linked to every aspect of life I've been saying this, my friends, let me tell you a story back in, I think it was 2016 or 17. Uh, I went to Davos because I have friends who were working in crypto and the World Economic Forum at the time, they have peripheral events outside. So in Davos, the city, they have the World Economic Forum, which is highly secure. Then they have the entire city. It's like South by Southwest basically, like mm. the entire city goes convention mode. Crypto was the, was, was it. Oh wow. Everyone was talking about it. I actually had a conversation with the granddaughter of a, a world leader about Bitcoin. Yeah. I ended up leaving early because I was like, this is insane. There's a blizzard. They call it the internet of things. So it was like, there was like a blizzard. It was like five feet of snow. It was crazy. We That's were going right. to go snowboarding, but there was like avalanche risk. It mm-hmm. was so, it was so, it's so amazing up there though. When you drive in and like you can see like the mountains and everything, it is
3: crazy. Dude, I'm concerned with mind control. Like, they are already doing it with the media. Obviously, you can see people getting mind-controlled, but, like, real, like, when they start tapping in and changing brainwaves and stuff, maybe there already are, but I don't think so. I haven't seen evidence. All right.
1: Bobcat says, Tim, forget your Hollywood image of nuclear war. It would look more like the slow escalation in the game Twilight 2000, ask Jack even. I, I used, used to, to sh- play that game. What is, what is Twilight like?
3: 2000. It was like a World War III uh, Dungeons & Dragons game. Oh. But it was... You, we had tanks and Humvees and stuff. It was really cool. Your guys' you, stats and weapons.
1: The problem... We've had with playing Dungeons and Dragons here, or whatever we tried to do with it, is that everyone's too roguish. You know, we, you've got to learn how to have fun and just chill with it. But it would be fun to do. Yeah, a, you got to
3: learn how to lose to enjoy losing and make a funny, funny it's, show it's, out of it. Well, the, it's not really about winning; it's about creating a show for the dungeon people. master,
1: I suppose. Like yeah.
3: all the players too, because it's, it's more about just like putting on a show than about winning a game. There's no real it, well, victory it's, condition. It's,
1: it's about having fun. But yeah. I would, I would love to film some kind of. Uh, if we took all of the politics today into Twilight 2000 or a game like that, and then played out a scenario and like yeah, Twilight 2000. It.
3: I like aberrant. We should check out before we, we play as mutants and you no, have superpowers.
1: We, well, we should we should do uh, 2024 2024 election D and D. Oh my
3: gosh,
4: can we? Yes, like a, rather than a, a, a dungeon, it's like the con, the hall of Congress, and you have to go from room to room. And I can be Nancy Pelosi, and these are my <laughs> these are my powers. And you roll the dice, and there's a quorum vote, and you all have to. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I would play that game in a heartbeat.
1: But it would be funny no. to be like, 2024, Donald Trump is getting elected. Cause they did this. Like, uh, 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 like John Podesta and a bunch of Democrats did a war game. They basically played what is essentially D&D about the 2020 election. And then apparently like Donna Brazil and John Podesta were like, we secede from the union or, or like trying to get California to secede or something. Yep. What a crazy, crazy thing, man.
2: This is in one of those Time Magazine articles, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. Uh, no, no this was a uh, Boston Globe. But everyone, everyone basically picked it up. I think Atlantic had it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alright, let's see. Uh, Nemeton says, Jack, can you speak to, uh, speak some to your understanding of China's 100 year plans and how this may play into their current geopolitical position? Few people get to develop much longer strategic plans and are ridiculously patient. Well,
2: look, I mean, I, you know, I think this has been said before, but in a nutshell, so the founding of the CCP was in 19—or not the founding, but the founding of the PRC was in uh, 1949, so their 100-year plan will come to culmination in 2049. That is a key year for them because that is their centenary of taking over all—or their centennial of taking over all of China, uh, with the exception, of course, of Taiwan. And so the idea is they want to be in the position where the United States was at that point, they want to be the global hegemon. And if they can have Russia in their back pocket, if they can have Putin, this belligerent uh, thug, mafioso, you know, Russian mafia type who's willing to keep, you know, keep Europe at bay, then they will do so. And of course, what China will do here, it's very simple, by the way. They'll come to Europe and they'll say, look, we can keep Putin in check. You just need to make an economic deal with us. You need to give us the most favored status with the EU. We have to work together. And then we'll talk to Putin. We'll bring him down. We'll keep you guys safe. But as long as you go through us, everything's going to be okay. It's your basic it's your basic mafia protection racket that's going on right now. And unfortunately, it's the people
1: of Ukraine who are the ones who have to suffer. All right. We got this from Eric Vasilyev. Vasilyev? Russian guy here living in Maryland, getting my bags ready for these camps you're talking about. If it doesn't work out there, can I come stay with you guys? Mm-hmm. Um, rest assured, Russian Americans. If you are but a humble American or green card holder or just someone who is unin- uninvolved but you are Russian, we will absolutely hide you beneath the floorboards. Yes, They can come and knock in <laughs> and we'll just be like, I don't know you're talking about anybody here. <laughs> you ain't done
4: nothing wrong, bro. That's right. Maybe that's why you're she getting spotted. Maybe maybe this is preemptive swatting.
1: We already have Russians (laughs) in our floorboards. Every (laughs)
2: time they come in, they just—they don't want to be there, but we put them them anyway. (laughs) We've heard you
4: have Russians in your floorboards.
1: Just cats. Russian dressing. Just cats, officer. They're just cats. No, no, no. It's like I confess, it's true. And they open it up, and there's cats everywhere. And the the cops are like, (laughs) "Help! Help help (laughs) us!" You think they're
3: gonna change the name of Russian dressing to like Freedom dressing, like what they do with French fries? They're saying
1: Freedom fries. Freedom. Russian dressing. Oh, man. All right. Tanner Larson says, great show, guys. Dan, what do you think about hydrogen as an alternative way of storing energy? I'm currently working on a project regarding water electrolysis, and I'm curious if you have input.
4: Um, I, I, I'm not an expert on hydrogen uh, The only thing I would say is this We've been talking about hydrogen as this amazing energy source For 60 years If it was as good as we were hoping it would It would have come to fruition by now I am a firm believer that the free market Cannot keep good things off the market Did you study Stanley oh. Meyer's water car? I did not know. Apparently, prediction
2: bought- just came true from earlier, before the show even ended. I'm so sorry. No no, 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 I'll go into it later. We'll, we'll talk later. <laughs> <laughs> Kinsinger Kin- Kin- <laughs> just called for a no, Kinsinger just said, this proves we need to have a no fly zone. Oh, well,
5: it's coming man. But- they, they watch this Boom. show.
1: I
2: don't know if they were watching when we were doing the, uh, I'm
5: telling the you live stream, but
1: they
3: followed our, our advice on the camera positions.
1: Have you bought your beans yet? Because you don't want to be fighting over the last can of beans with Agnes in a Sorry, Walmart parking no, 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 no. It's
3: good. It's
4: good. It was share good the treatment. beans. Get
3: ready to um, split your food in half and share it with your neighbor and then to, get ready to split it in half over and over and over, and over just like Jesus did yeah. to feed all those people. Well, he grow multiplied your, it miraculously. By cutting it in half. Mm-hmm. Grow no, your, oh. no, I it I'm more. a <laughs> literologist. That's also, uh Lindsay... But that's not what literally
2: it says. Lindsay Graham has just called for president Putin's assassination
1: I, I just saw that uh, and I'm trying to I'm trying to Whoa. pull up a source Whoa. on this no, isn't it's, it's his a, own twitter uh, isn't
2: that a hag crime like so, a crime his own twitter account is there a Brutus in Russia is there a more successful colonel Stauffenberg in the Russian military the only way this ends is for someone in Russia to take this guy out you would be doing
6: your country
3: wow. and the world
2: a great wow. service
3: Okay, oh, Lindsey Graham's man. out of control, he's drunk, and he needs to be removed from power. And, you know,
6: if, if their their uh, leader wow. gets assassinated, the Russian people will certainly stop supporting the war effort. I can't imagine no, that no, no, nobody
3: worse on. than Putin would ever come up.
6: Yeah, oh, no, that could never, ever happen. This, this is a statement that will be...
1: A chapter in history books oh, yeah. mm-hmm. when a U.S. senator called for the assassination of the president
6: of a warring nation. This I is wonder like, you know what I call that moment.
2: I wonder yeah. what Russian TV is going to do with this. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, I wonder what they're going to do.
6: Remember when we uh, got rid of Trump because we didn't like mean tweets? Yep. Uh, Holy no. yeah. Lindsey Graham should resign over this.
2: That's, that's, yeah, he that's, should. that's yeah. awful. Escalation. No, I just tweeted that. That's you need to resign. He needs yeah. to
1: resign here. We have it right here. Is there a Brutus in Russia? Which is obviously, uh, 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 some some. Uh, yeah, Brutus is the
2: guy
3: that killed Caesar, stabbed
1: him in the back. Yeah. One of the guys. One, One of the guys. Yeah. Is there a more successful Colonel Stauffenberg in the Russian military? The only way is for somebody to take this guy out. What? These people are psychotic, man.
7: They want war.
4: That's insane. That's just absolutely insanity to tweet that. <sighs> that, that that's esca- that's It's beyond escalation. It's that's it's, it's bordering absurdly on
6: irresponsible. Abs- it's it's very
4: well said. Thank, Thank you. you. I was looking for good words. Thank you. He needs, Thank you. To, resign. He yeah. needs to
1: resign because yeah. this is dangerously close to um, informal war declaration. Yes.
4: I don't know what whatever Russia's Polar Bureau. If a similar person had called for the assassination of Joe Biden, Lindsey Graham himself would be talking about how that is that uh, an act of war. I do not Amen. like this guy. No, I can't stand Lindsay him. Lindsey Graham
1: is trash. He's he bad. needs to be primaried. He needs to re- he, this this is like bro, quit now. I can't it, believe this, man. The people of South Carolina, y'all need to start calling him and telling him to reti- to resign, retire. Just what an unhinged
6: thing to say in general.
3: I'm trying to figure out if it's a war crime. Is it a war crime to call for an assassination? Do the TO— do, I mean, or are does, assassinations war crimes?
6: Does it's, Twitter's terms of service allow this? Like We're not at war with I them.
2: I actually don't know how Twitter's terms of service can allow this. Yeah. Well, remember, Trump, remember,
1: Trump was banned. You would be doing your country and the world a great service. How is this that not is, calling, that for, is, violence? This calling for violence? This is calling for violence. it's beyond him saying that's Put, crazy. like threatening Putin's life. So Trump it was is banned. It's literally him praising the action as honorable and a service. Crazy man.
2: Plus, he's keep in mind this is a U.S. government official, an extremely powerful U.S. government official who's about to become part of the majority of the U.S. Senate coming, you know, coming up in September or mm. November. I thought you were going to say if, if he, who's win about to become if they win the retired, majority. I think they do.
4: Yeah. Uh, I'm on yeah. the fence. I think yeah.
2: that, well, it, it's it's clearly a jump ball. I, I know yeah. we talk
3: about it's sad to see good Congress people go if they have term limits, but this is complete ludicrous. Beyond this the pale. So beyond the pale. Beyond yeah. the pale. Yeah. This yeah. is like this guy. This guy is just out yeah. of his f in mind it's, and get it's him just, out
6: it, i mean it's so stupid too like even if it would be a good strategy to have him assassinated is it's such a stupid thing to say like, you know,
2: the reason assassinations are never good strategy just yeah, in general is because you don't know what's look, look exactly what, look that, that's what my happened point. Like, when brutus ins- assassinated and the rest of the senators assassinated julius caesar you got caesar augustus mm-hmm. and he turned the republic into a full-on empire and the triumvirate had them all killed
6: I want to give a shout out to yeah, uh, no, I, mean, he, I agree. I mean my point is like, like, like read the rest of the it's story. It's just, it's, it's oh, like, he had a triumvirate like, killed. The yeah. way I guess my point is like it's it's an insane thing to even propose, but then the way of of just, just like saying it on Twitter and that's how he's going to make that thought known to the world Ew.
3: is yeah. I want yeah. to even more I want to give a shout out to Troy
1: Rupert, a Super Chat who said Lindsey Graham calling for Putin assassination wild times. He he posted that um, before we 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 got the source, we picked it up. But, but um, now free speech. Super chat.
3: If he's in Congress and they're debating this, and he brings it up, free speech. It's on the table. Maybe not ethical, but it's on the table. You don't tweet it out, dude. You have that. No, Twitter is like no, a, no, a no, weapon. No, no, no. You got to use whoa, it like whoa, a whoa. weapon. By the way, now you're going to have Russia. By the way, you're going to have the responding States. now. He has, he
1: has completely undermined the U.S. Vladimir Putin can now come out and say, "People of Russia, American politicians are trying to get me yeah. killed. We these people will yeah. not negotiate with us. They have shut down our infrastructure. They are attacking with. Uh, they're waging cyber war against us. Our only op. Your only option is me. It's a, it's a, what Jack yeah. was
6: saying. Lindsey Graham is a moron." Even if it wasn't a horrible strategy to assassinate him, and even if it wasn't a horrible idea to propose that strategy over Twitter, he is not wait, the wait, person wait. who's in a position to do so. Let me yeah. let me read That's, this. That's what Senator from I South super Carolina. Chat, I'm going to read guys. exactly what insane on top of everything.
1: Super chat. Patrick Helton says Lindsey Graham is right. <laughs> Lindsey Graham may be technically he, right. He just that said
2: it on Fox too. He said it on Fox. He's, he's on Fox. Lindsey
1: Graham. Is right if you want nuclear annihilation. Mm-hmm. Lindsey Graham is right if you want war to reach every, every inch of this globe. Lindsey Graham is not correct in how you end war and conflict. He's talking about how do you, how do you stop Vladimir Putin as an individual? Because if something like this happened, especially now that he's called for it, they're gonna, they, they would what, respond with a war declaration against us? If if somebody took a move to kill and and it was because of Lindsey Graham, oh,
2: you get some crazy communists
5: take control Does not of some oligarch.
2: By the way, that that the Kremlin is more than just one person. There's an entire infrastructure inside that building. There's an establishment. There's there's neocons, right? The same way that we have neocons that are surrounding Vladimir Putin. And you can say, well, okay, Putin picked them because they're loyal to him. Okay, great. Now, what do you think the Putin loyalists would do if someone assassinated? Putin, and then you could say that because Lindsey Graham just said it publicly on Fox and publicly on Twitter that it was a U.S.-backed plot. Mm. What mm. What do you think the Putin loyalists would respond in that scenario? Yeah. Just, just they'd probably start planning a hundred years of war with the United States. People cannot think beyond first-order effects. This is the same problem that you see on the left and the right. New liberals, neoconservatives—they cannot think beyond first-order effects.
5: Yep. That's, That's very. Good. It,
2: it's really what it comes down to. It's,
5: it's
1: like most True. people. I
4: don't know how many times I can say it's stupid and dangerous, like, and, and still be effective. And it makes. And as as Tim was just saying, it makes Putin now. It gives him the opportunity to go on the camera tomorrow and say, "The United States government is calling for my assassination." Well, and not only have they punished us it's financially, I yep. now they are calling to kill me. And all I am trying to do is fight for Russia. So you. He's you've, going to say, let's specify that So it's now you've given Graham doing this, and not the American government. Yeah, you've given Putin another weapon now.
1: He's going to say. A country that invaded another country, Iraq, and then later came out and said it was an intelligence error and Mm. destroyed a country has the nerve to lecture us because we're defending our borders as they, they attempt regime change. And now because of Russia's willingness to defend itself. They have called for my death. That's what he's going to say. Who,
2: By the way, you know, Lindsey Graham was a huge supporter of Euromaidan. He went over there with John McCain, uh with Victoria Nuland, with so many of these people very early on in 2013, 2014. He's with Poroshenko. Um, he's He's been tied into this directly. So that's, at the same token, I guarantee you, Russian TV is going to be playing that clip of Lindsey Graham and then showing the pictures of Lindsey Graham being with the Ukrainian military. And this is going to be a massive propaganda coup for Putin. I I,
1: I, after tonight, man, I really do think we are heading towards uh, a very serious escalation with with the the, the Kinzinger with Lindsey Graham. Yeah, but they're both morons. It doesn't it doesn't matter that the the establishment has chosen its narrative and they're going to just steamroll through and you're going to get sycophants and lunatics who are going to be like we have to we must do it. Same as it always happens. The anti-war anti-war voices. I mean, Lee Camp is a strong anti-war voice, so of course he's. Gone. Well, and
2: the question becomes then: Do people like Lindsey Graham know what they're doing? Do they know exactly what they're doing?
1: I don't think they care. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do this. We're going to go to the member. We're going we're to record the, the the member segment and go in more detail on a lot of what's going on. We have a couple stories we're going to cover. So smash the like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, and uh, you can go to TimCast.com, become a member. We'll have that member segment up around 11 or so PM. You can follow the show at TimCastIRL. You can follow me at TimCast, basically everywhere. You want to shout anything out, Jack?
2: Yeah, follow us, Human Events Daily, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, of course, because there is so much unrest going on in the world today, but you do not need to experience unrest. You can experience the best rest of your night, the best sleep (laughs) of your whole the best well in the whole wide world with slash promo code.
4: Beautiful, that was very
5: nice. <laughs>
0: Daniel
4: Turner, Daniel Turner, power of the future, power of the dot com on social media and Bristol Farm Virginia at Instagram. There at you Bristol go. Farm Virginia. So cool. Take a break from all of this war talk and look at two men raising sheep. Puppies. It's a lovely sheep farm in Virginia, Bristol Farm Virginia on Instagram. Follow us. We like people.
6: My name is Seamus Goglin You can see my work at Freedom Tunes. We just released a cartoon making fun of Joe Biden's State of the Union today. I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. We're going to be releasing one next week on the military, and it's wonderful uh, diversity requirements. And so I, I think you guys will like that, too, if you want to go over there and subscribe. Freedom Tunes. Thank you very much. And it's been great to to chat with everyone. Likewise. Yeah,
3: I have about 80 million things to say, but I'll just say this. I love you. I love you. No,
6: I love you. I love
4: you. Bye, everyone. Bye.
7: This has been an insane night. Thank you all for tuning in. It's going to be a really great post show, I'm sure, as well. So if you're not already a member at TimCast.com, go join us there. You can find me on Twitter and Minds.com at sourpatchlids.
1: We will see you all at TimCast.com. Thanks for hanging out. We'll check you out in the member segment. Bye, guys.
7: Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean
1: new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Alberts, now in fresh colors.